What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. I got money. We back in here. It is a Monday show. Shout out to the replay gang in the building. We back in here. Good to see y'all brothers again. Once again, I hope you can hear my voice. We are back in here for another three-hour morning show in the building. Yes, indeed, man. What a day today. What a weekend. And we ready to go. Man, I'm refreshed and ready to go. I'm ready to run about maybe a mile. All right. Maybe a mile. I'll better run. Maybe I'll walk it. All right. Anyway, man. Uh, look, man, we got a great show today. This is going to be a hard-hitting show. Monkey simps are going to be up in here caping and all of that stuff. You know the cape is going to come out. Okay, we're going to have a cape festival out here. Because, unfortunately, we got to report some bad news. People are just finding out this morning uh, over the weekend. It, it was reported that uh, the person who is or was named Jason David Franks uh, da- Jason David Frank, he played the Green Ranger, then the White Ranger, then the Red Ranger. If you followed the Power Ranger, shout out to the Millennials in the building. Um, Millennials, the Power Rangers was definitely a big hit show, and he was known as one of the characters in said show. And uh, it was reported that over this weekend, he took his own life. He self-deleted, as we talk about over here. And we're going to look at it. He was recently, uh, his second wife filed for divorce. Now, the monkey simp cape guys, they're going to come in here and run in here. They're going to come. Wait, they're going to be like. All right, they're going to come in here and be like, well, she had nothing to do with it. You're blaming her. First of all, if she self-deleted, we definitely would be blaming the husband. All right, we would definitely be like if if his wife self-deleted and there was a previous divorce filing, we definitely would be blaming him. That goes without saying. However, however. We're not blaming her. What we're going to talk about is did the divorce filing itself lead to Jason David Frank self-deleting? Now, here's the deal. We're going to take you through it as only CGA can. We don't ramble. We show data and statistics and facts. As a matter of fact, for the monkey sims that are going to be in here, I know you aren't in here yet, but we'll go back and show this. I want you to take a look at this from psychology today. All right. As much as people talk about men being bitter and hurt, As much as people talk about men being uh, uh, scarred or whatever they're talking about, the idea that a person could be served divorce papers three months prior and then self-delete. And then a person say, well, that had nothing to do with it, shows you're a complete ignoramus. Because, in fact, divorce is a risk factor for self-deletion, especially for men. Now, I'm going to say this, and we're going to cover this in a little bit. I'm not, I don't know what was going on in their household. I don't know what was going on in his personal life. But we're going to look at this, and we're going to take a good look at this and show you why this could have been a deciding factor. We're going to use Robin Williams as a case study because, yes, universities have case studied Robin Williams' self-deletion. And they talked about four major risk factors in which Robin Williams had all four, and particularly the Green Power Ranger himself, Jason David Frank, could have had up to two or three of these that we know. One of them was a recent filing for divorce. Okay. 
Now, we talk about men eating guns. We talk about men taking their own life. And the, fr- the, the weird thing is when it comes to relationships and divorce and marriage, everybody wants to wipe that off the table. Nobody wants to really talk about it. Okay, now, if, a, if it happens to women, if women, because we're going to give you the stats, men are eight times more likely to take their life as a result of divorce than, than women. All right, now, this, this stream is going to have probably at the beginning of it on the replay, it's probably going to have something YouTube is going to put on there and talk about, it looks like you're trying to do something to yourself. And it's going to age restrict it just so the information doesn't get out. That's basically what's going to happen since we're talking about self-deleting. Now, with that being said, we're going to show you men are eight times more likely to do this as a result of a divorce than women. But the problem is when I come up here and say, did the divorce filing and his self-deletion have something to do with it? Because it was less than three months apart. It was his second marriage. And I told you about second marriages. Men save face in second marriages, meaning they have a first marriage. They rush into the second marriage. You're going to see it. This is exactly what he did. He rushed into the second marriage and the second marriage goes wrong and he has no way out. I just talked about that this weekend and they basically just save face and then just eat a bad relationship. Now, I don't know what the relationship was, but we're going to look at it. Curious timing here. Curious timing. Less than three months ago, he was he was uh, served a divorce from his wife. Okay, from his second ex-wife or second wife. And now he's no longer with us. So anybody that wants to disconnect, disconnect or disassociate these two things, they're hiding exactly what we talk about every single week here. They're hiding it. They're like, no, 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 no. We don't want to address that. Nope. There's no connection. Nope. It had nothing to do with it. Nope. See, those are the type of people right there that you that 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 forces me to come out here every week and do what I do because they don't care about men. They just want to go ahead, uh, let you harm yourself, uh, push you in a pine box, tombstone your ass, silence you, put your ass six feet down. And then all of a sudden they spending your money. All of a sudden they spending your life insurance. And they 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 talking about how good of a dad you are. And I can't believe this happened to you. Well, most of the time it has to relate to these risk factors, one of them being divorce. And we got to deal with what we got to deal with. We got to deal with the information that were pre- presented us. All right. So, look, we also got a couple of other stories that we're going to do here. We're not going to dive deep into that yet. All right. Because this is a three hour podcast for the people who want to tune into this. Our timestamp game will put this up in a couple of hours here. Uh, just so you can get the review and jump right to the point you want to jump in. Oh, but we're going to deal with it. We're going to deal with the ish. All right. Uh, what are we doing here? Oh, you see the you see the topics today? We're going to get into it. Dollar Sign CGA Live is how you contribute. If you want to let your voice be heard, sponsor today's show, contribute, contribute whatever you have, a dollar, 50 cent. I don't know what you want to do out here. You can do that on the Cash App. You can do that on the Cash App. Uh, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. And then PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And then, and then uh, the link is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And if you want a super chat, you got a super chat over on the Notorious CGA channel. We hit, hey, we hit 10,000 subscribers on the Notorious CGA channel. Brand new channel. It's been around for what, four months? Him a grifter. All right. Him a grifter. Listen. We ain't gonna grift. We ain't gonna grift this morning. We ain't gonna grift on Mondays. I don't think I grift on Mondays, do we? But get money, hey, hey, yeah, 
but we're not going to grip this morning. Uh, but yeah, 10,000 subscribers on the Notorious CGA channel. Thanks for everybody for subscribing. We be putting out some great videos over there other than the live streams. Anyway, anyway, let's get into the earlier contributors to today's show. And we'll start over on the Super Chat. And we got uh, Albert Wesker says, rest in peace to the greatest Power Ranger. All 90s kids know that Tommy was uh, everyone's favorite. He says, dude could use his dagger as a flute and summons a dragon. R.I.P. R.I.P. Albert Wesker also throws shade at the Raider Nation in here. He says, why the Raiders get a W and act like they won the Super Bowl? Well, you know, man, when you lose four in a row, when you lose four in a row, you got to get that win. You got to get the monkey off your back. I was like Emilio said some funds just in case you lose all of your listeners. He says you've been going hard in the paint. Pause. He says from the two twenty five hundred PayPal dude, the skit guy. <laughs> yeah, where's the skit guy at? Malik. There was another dude in here hating and the private investigators. He says, keep your knee on these Mitch's necks. All right. We're going to do a correction, self-correction of men. Uh, at some particular point, and I have an idea in 2024. Yes, I'm way in 2024. I'm actually in 2030. But um, yeah, man, uh, we're trying to do a self-correction of men, especially in these situations with marriage, divorce, relationships, many of the things that brought us to the red pill. And uh, we always talk about we relinquish our control pretty much over everything. And we give it to women in the name of love. You sucker for love, ninjas. What you won't do, do for love. You tried everything. Yeah, that's y'all Mitch-ass ninjas. All right, we have control. We are in. New, 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 new world. We are in control. All right. I'm a control freak. Yes, I'm controlling and insecure. All right, anything you want to come up to me with shaming, shaming language. No, this ain't no damn. This ain't no damn. What, what, what they call it? Power couple? This ain't no power couple. All right, I'm the man up in this damn thing. All right, I got control. All right, I'm on my panels. Look. I already see how y'all be doing y'all whole life. Y'all life be in shambles when y'all run up to men. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Yeah. People's lives be in shambles. They come up to CGA. I'll be like, man. So we tell men and educate men as an old man. This is why they listen to my old ass for if you guys wanted to know. Do not relinquish control. And this is once you give control to women. It's over for you. And you join their emotional playground. The emotional playground is like the middle school playground. You fools join a middle school playground and think the results are going to come out mature. No, it, you're in middle school when you're like, I'm a sucker for love, too. If it wasn't for you. Hold up for a second, baby. Our love is like no other love. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have completed myself. Thanks for going on this journey with me. You're the only one that loved me for me. Other people love me for my money, my muscles, my type, my height, my color. But I didn't like that. They were using me in a transactional method. But I was waiting for somebody to love me for me. And you love me for me. You love me for me. You held me down when I was at my lowest. You was there. You guided me. You believed in me. You trusted in me. You gave me faith. You gave me hope in life. Move forward. You gave me the love that I never had for my mother, my father. You dragged me for the depths and the abyss. And you gave me the guiding light that pushed me forward into this earthly flesh and this spirit. <laughs> you my ride or die. You my all in all. 
You my one and only. Let's make it last forever. Six years later. Six years later, you toast. <laughs> you be toast. You be looking at you. Oh, baby, don't leave me. Don't leave me. Leave me. Leave me. Don't go. Don't go. <laughs> right? Don't me stop. All right. Let me stop. Rational Rationality says RIP to the Green Ranger, Ranger Dragon Sword, and CGA for life. And the classy beat says, happy money day in the building. He says, I'm thankful for you and the coach gang. Coach gang stands strong. Simon Small, shout out to the coach gang and RIP to the Green Ranger. All right. Even though we're being humorous about it, we have to have humor in a very, very dark topic. ETC ready to work. See, he says, good morning, coach and the coach gang. Happy International Men's Day, which was this Saturday. Unfortunately, we only get a day and a mental health month, but I'm not going to complain because we know who built this world in here. You know who did it. You know who did it. Indeed, Robert Moreno says, Coach Alini called it. We back in the building. I didn't even address. I didn't even give you all my nicknames, but it don't matter. Warhammer says those 304s are broke and on the real witnessed it firsthand. Yes. Um, and uh, at this point, it's a realization. It's an epiphany for men. But uh, once you realize this realization and you get to the point of leveraging options, for the most part, what they do doesn't affect you, okay? What they do doesn't affect them because you don't give them the control. Once you give them the keys to your life, Stevie Wonder style, once you give them the keys to your life, dude, they can't even, never mind. Let me stop. All right, shout out to Jace, or is it JC's miniature illusionist? Shout out to you. Rest in peace, Green Ranger. Sad to have lost a childhood hero. Keep the message going. A lot of love for the Green Ranger. Um, I posted something on Instagram and it took off like wildfire. All right. And by the way, I do have a little bit of history with the Power Ranger franchise. All right. I when I was 18 years old, I was doing some, you know, everybody in L.A. is a, either a background actor or an actor or something like that. You dabble. I was a background actor in a spinoff show called uh, VR Troopers. All right. I was on one episode of VR Troopers. Now I was in the background. You know what I mean? They gave me a, I was a, I was a, they, they didn't put me in the credits. I was just a, you know, the little ninja in the back. I got, I got, a, I got screen time though. Like if you blink, you miss me though. It was like, where's CG at? Blink. Oh, where he at? Oh, there he blink. Oh, where he at? <laughs> so, um, yes, I was on the VR Trooper show when I was 18. All right. But, uh, anyway. Shout out to him. A lot of love for this guy. A lot of love. Um, if people haven't heard of him, just look up what he's been able to do on Comic-Con. Even as of the recent Comic-Con, the guy was still very popular. All right. Very popular. Flash says, I just, just upgraded my Kaylee Bat phone. Coach, free agent for life. Somebody said that show was awful. Well, shit, I didn't produce it. <laughs> All right. Don't blame me. They just told me to show up in Valencia, California to shoot the show. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have no. Shout out to Ricky Webster. He says, hey, coach, my brother, my brother's ex. Says that she's homeless and living out of her car. She asked him if she could park and sleep in the driveway of one of his rental properties. Your take. Nope. Um, It's a brother's ex. Is it an ex-wife, ex-girlfriend? It depends. What I believe is. I leave exes in the past, 
All right. I'll leave exes in the past. People be like, I want to be friends with all of my ex-mates. That's typically what women do. I'll be leaving your ass in the past. All right. Never get back with an ex. You're an ex for a reason. Um, that's basically her trying to get to the next level. Now I'm sleeping in the driveway. She thinks that at some point, eventually you're going to be like, all right, baby, you don't have to sleep in the driveway. Come into this couch. Then come into this warm bed. Uh, they're master manipulators at escalating. Uh, if you just let me sleep in your driveway in the backseat of my car, yeah, eventually you're going to be like, come on in. Give me that warm little hole. Give me that sweet, sweet, sugary stuff. And then you're going to get horny. And then you're going to skeet up in her. And then she's pregnant. And then now, now she's not your ex anymore. Don't do it. Leave her ass way back in the past, man. Leave your exes in the past. All right. Only women keep exes around. Men don't keep no exes around. Get your ass back over there. All right. I'll see you on Facebook. Shout out to everybody watching me on Facebook, by the way. Hit the like button on Facebook. All right, Teddy KGB, man. Uh-oh, they rolling in here. I got to get everybody. I'm Shout out to Teddy KGB. He says, I had a Hispanic, young Hispanic brother come in with blood in his urine. Oh, boy, this is turning dark here. He said his family admitted to cheating after testing positive. Wait a minute. Let me start over. This is taking a dark turn. Wow. He says, uh, I had a young Hispanic brother come in. This is a, I think he works as a nurse or a doctor. Come in with blood in his urine. He said his wife admitted to cheating after testing positive for chlamydia. He said he is working two jobs to support his family. The look of devastation on this young man's face. He says he got a shot and a red pill. Good Lord. The one of the traps, one of the traps of young men trying to support families is when they do two jobs, your wife is probably going to cheat on you. We, I don't want to hear this. No, no, no. <laughs> we looked up the data. Women are more likely to cheat. Between the ages of 18 and 30, I hate to keep repeating myself, but there's always a normie that never watches my show come in here. Where are you getting your statistics? We've already gone over these. We put shows together. Between the ages of 18 and 30, women are way more likely to cheat than young men in marriages and relationships. Not only that, not only that, when you're trying to hustle and do two jobs, you fall into the damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you don't do the two jobs, you're, you're going to be a sucker and she's going to leave your ass. You're broke. You're going to do the second job and she's going to say, well, you're never here. You <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're like ship sailing in the night. You're never here. I just needed to be hugged. You work nights and then you come home, sleep all day. What am I supposed to do? I went to my personal trainer and he clapped cheeks. Now I had to go see the doctor. I was drip, 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 and puss, puss, pussing. It's you pushed me into his arms. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man. Listen, I've lived. I've lived too many years, man. I've seen all this shit before. I've been here before, by the way. Shout out to DGC Moore. Much respects. CGA keep teaching. He says when the key component in areas of a man's life have has structured and organization, the XXs are of minor importance. Definitely. That they are they're not that we talked about this on the members live chat. We pretty much said for the most part, you know, we wish all young men had a chance to get all the women they want. Like get all the peace leave you want. Like right when you turn 18, go ahead, knock your socks off. All right, you're gonna realize real fast the lack of importance of women, meaning you guys turn your life over because you don't have an abundance mindset, because you basically get one itis. I was like, look, for 18, you can't get married. You can't get into a relationship. Just fornicate all you want. Guess what? Guess what? By the time you hit 19, you'd be like, all right, what else is there to do in life? <laughs>
They used to do this, by the way. I'm going to get to these chats. They used to do this when they did um, addiction specialists. Addiction specialists. Uh, pause, by the way. But uh, back in the day, when, when old people used to smoke cigarettes, <laughs> they used to go to these commercials. Come to this uh, addiction specialist cigarette. You can kick your cigarette habit. And then they lock you in a room with 18 cartridges of Newports. <laughs> and they say, if you stop smoking for one second, we're going to delete you. Keep smoking. You light up. <laughs> you get done. You'd be like, damn, that was good. They'd be like, light up again. <laughs> you smoking. <laughs> You're like, this is fantastic. They don't know what they done done. They didn't gave me exactly what I wanted. Flick. Light up again. Hell yeah. <laughs> you just be like, flick. They give you another one. By the time you you sick, you're like, damn, can I get some turkey sandwich or something? Hell no. Nah, keep smoking. <laughs> Three days later, you're like, I can't smoke another freaking cigarette. Smoke. <laughs> That's what they need to do with young dudes when they turn 18. Keep pumping that piece leave. Keep pumping it. Give it again. You'd be like, roar. Roar! You'd be like, yeah, give me put another woman in there. Pump her again. Let's go. Pump it. You know, they don't even give you no break. Can I clean up? Can I wash my salami in this link? No. No breaks. One minute break. Get back in there. Get hard again. Let's go. <laughs> and then they put your ass back in there. You roar. Roar. This is fantastic. Then they put a oompa loopa fat woman in there. You're like, oh Lord. Okay. All right. Shit, I can do this. Clap. By the time you hit three nuts, you can be like. No naps. They be like, no naps. Wake your punk ass up. Wake your punk ass up. Here's some more cheeks. Let's go. <laughs> After about a year, you like, I don't want no more. I, I don't want no more. Get these broads away from me. I got some other shit to do. I got to be at work. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> you busting dust. You be like ready to roar. <sighs> dust come out. They like, let's go again. Get this ugly buck tooth, knock knee, cock eye woman in there. She walk in there. Here we go. You like, oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> You're like, I don't want no more peace leave. None. I don't want none for five more years because the next one you get, you ain't going to marry her. You'll be like. You do that for a week. You done. You're like, OK, what's the importance of this again? What am I doing? I But some of you guys never get any and you design your whole life around chasing women and you think women is going to be your answer. Then you're going to get it. I have, have a heavy rotation over here. I'll be thinking, I'm like, all right, do I even want to mess with any of these women today? I'll be taking a week off like, uh, never, never mind. Can I come see you, daddy? I'm like, why y'all so eager? Well, y'all get away from me. <laughs> I got shit to do. All right, hold on for a second. I got to catch catch a couple of cash apps in the building. A lot of them be bored in here. Shout out to Michael in the building. Michael W. in the building. He says, free agent for life. <laughs> DG Seymour, he's in the matrix, but he wants her soul shaking my head, man. You can't, you can't want both. All right. 
we're going to call you Tehran says straggle daggle story. Check out Tara Terry Mojo on fake book. Terry Mojo. Did you somebody super chatted that last time? All right. Shout out to V mad in the building supporting, just supporting the truth. God is with you, coach. Appreciate you, man. We walk in the spirit of God and Elijah and all of that stuff, no matter what your belief system is. And he says, uh, nevertheless, as I was on the ropes during my divorce, it's real. Guys, if you've never been through a divorce, uh, maybe a bad breakup where you cohabitated and you were together five years. If you've never been in a divorce, you need to uh, abdicate or abstain from even having an opinion related to did this divorce causes uh, self-deletion? You you know not what you talk about. You know you you know not what they do. You have no opinion. If you're going to put on your Superman cape with this bullshit, I don't know what to tell you. All right, you have no opinion. Speaking of, I got to do a straggle and sniggle theater before we get it. Now that we're warmed up per se, let's go to straggle and sniggle. All right, we got straggle and sniggle theater. We're going to line it up right quick. Uh, Growing up in the hood. Yeah, boy, 1984 was the year my peers didn't know what was in store. Shout out to MC8 and Compton's Most Wanted. Check this out. Look at this scene in the hood. This is what happens when you live in the hood. Shout out to Spiritual Word. I was featured on this and went viral on their website or on their app, Instagram, whatever it is. Somebody shared this. This is the bullshit that happens in the hood. This is the oddest event I've ever seen in my life. So you have a you have a fight, a fight, a ninja and a white going on. Then the popo. Then you have a car accident. Let's see if we can have this all in about 20 seconds. Let's go ahead and play it. On the ground. On the ground. gentlemen ladies and gentlemen we got to vote on what city that is we got to say is that jacksonville florida is that louisville kentucky is that new york city or perhaps compton california where in the hell what community is that where you can have a white dude a trailer park trash a ninja a police officer a car accident a woman with a raggedy ass wig on they fighting and then the ninja get away and he get out <laughs> is that memphis this got to be memphis where the hell do you get some sh like this in what this has to go on every day like the, there's let's listen play it one more time like i can't believe oh, 
He's behind your back. He's behind your back. He's behind your back. You will get saved. He's behind your back. Damn, accident and all. Hands behind your back. Hands, don't fucking dig. Dig again, see what happens. He's putting blood on me, sir. Hands behind your back. I'm just saying. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, this is Spike Lee. 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 Man, almighty, good lord, man. That's why I tell y'all, brothers, get out of the hood. Get out of the hood, man. These people ain't got nothing for you any good in the hood, man. That's terrible. That's terrible. All right, we got, uh, let's see here. Is there, let me see. Let me check this banner real quick. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. The bait and switch is real. Remember what we tell you guys in this one? We we preach this philosophy of the bait and switch. Uh, typically in the marriage will, but this could be in a relationship. Uh, the context of your relationship changes, and it changes for a variety of reasons, most of them pretty predictably. And the bait and switch is at the lower left-hand corner on your screen. So after you've invested, after you've committed, after you've got into the relationship, she changes and you don't. And there's where the paradox is. She wishes you change and you don't. And you wishes she never changed and she does. So this woman's going to iron it out. And there's nothing hidden here. We're taking her own words. Beauty is fleeting. Rarely do I tell you to uh, choose a partner based on beauty. As a matter of fact, we subscribe to the five and six is your best territory. All right. Eight, nines and tens. Or sorry, nines and tens are community property. They've been transacted uh, from a very young age, younger than you believe. And then eights are wannabe nines and tens. And then you got sevens that is in a no-go zone. That's that's That doesn't exist. And fives and sixes is where it's at. Okay, so anyway, this woman's going to, and she's not even a five or, I mean, she's not a, a beauty, but but she's going to uh, say here, let me see if I can get the context here. The context is basically, it's in a different language. What my boyfriend thinks he's getting and then when he gets into a commitment, what he actually gets. All right. This is basically, I don't know if that's translating, but this is what she's demonstrating. What my boyfriend believes he's getting versus what he actually gets. All right. So let's go ahead and play the video. I might have to turn the volume down, but. Yeah, we got to turn the volume down. All right. So there she is. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Let's play it again. All right. Look. Okay, so what my boyfriend thinks he's getting is this, a sex kitten. This is what we call flooding with sex. Look at me. This is when she anticipates you. This is the distraction. Look at this. Oh, I'm a sexy vixen. Look at me. I'm an Instagram model. Oh, boy. Look at this. You get all of this bird flat back. All right. Um, yep, there I am. I'm sexily, sexily. I got my lighting and all this stuff. My hair's pent up, messy bun. Okay, and there I am with my flat chested out here, bird chested. Shout out to her. And oh, I'm so funny. I'm goofy. Oh, I'm just quirky and snidely and snarky and sarcastic. You'll love it. You'll love it. Oh, I'm just so fun. We'll go on vacation. I love to travel. Oh, oh, this is great. I'm such a fun time. Oh, look at me. I'm sexy. All right. Oh, look, I'm so happy. 
I'm a happy person. I'm jipper. I'm happy. I'm looking forward to life. I'm bright eyed and bushy tailed. I'm never depressed. I'm never anxious or stressed out. Nothing. And then reality. Uh, reality. This is what you're normally going to get every day in life. And if you've never been in a cohabitation, if you've never been in a marriage, this is what your wife is going to look like more likely than not. And as we call it over here, Master Splinter has showed up on the scene. There it is right there. Master Splinter has showed up. Okay, so you get with the pretty girl and listen, she was somewhat pretty, but she was a cute, cute person. And Master Splinter showed up. All right, Master Splinter will always show up on the scene. All right, here we go right here. Yep, this is where you get in the morning, Saturday morning. What are we going to do today? What the, what you mean we going to do today? What we going to do today? All right, I don't smell no bacon cooking. And then this is how she looked. Where's the bacon at? You're going to make some eggs. You're going to scramble some eggs and some pancakes. This is how she look at you right here. Now, the reason why she does this is I call this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, not the depression. Not the depression, too. I'm so sad. You never seen her sad before. But when you move in, when you get into commitment, her ass going to be sad. This is the post nut clarity for women. Oh, yep. She's got to beautify herself. Well, you want me to be beautiful, right? She got her bonnet on her head. She got her bonnet. She got her face cream on. Look at this. Yep. Oh, messy bun. Messy bun was on the top and all sexily. Now, messy bun is on the side, drooping. And she still took a picture of herself. Now she's doing her face cream and she's sad. Mm. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Look at that. Oh, this is what you look like after she makes the eggs and bacon. This is what she looks like after that. All right. Well, she's like, well, you don't do. I'm not happy. I'm so what we call this is the post-nut clarity version for women. For men, when we have sex, we get post-nut clarity. We come to our senses, and then we realize, mm, she's not as hot as I thought she was, but I'll stick around. All right. But for women, their post-nut clarity is commitment. Like, after you commit to them, they withdraw. All right? They overpromise and underdeliver. I just want to make you happy. I want to be in a relationship with me. Just trust me. Just let me love you. Just open up. Don't be a brick wall. Let me get in there. I promise I'll be the best love you ever had. If you never know you are to me my first love. And then she get the commitment. And then three months down the line, I'm not happy. She were digging and shit. You were like, hey, remember you said you love the cooking clean? Remember you said you was going to love me? Remember you said you wanted unconditional love without judgment? That's the post nut clarity. She got the commitment. She like, job done. I no longer have to work. Oh, the humanity. The bait and switch is super real, man. And so men have post nut clarity sexually. Women have post nut clarity related to commitment. Once she gets your commitment, she ain't going to break her neck no more. All right. She like, why are you asking me to do that? I'm tired of picking up your side. Just know it. <laughs> and then she shows up nine times out of 10. You see your girlfriend. She shows up like Master Splinter. Now, check this out. Check this out. How you know you're losing your girl. Again, if you're losing your girl, go ahead and let her go. But I'm going to tell you. Oh, wait a minute. Whose hair is this on my shirt? Hold on for a second. This is how girls come over my house. They'd be like, I found a. I found a brown hair in your bed. <laughs> all right. All up in my clothes. I found a brown hair. And I'd be like, and she'd be like, but my hair is black. I'd be like, that looks black to me. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> it was all over my arm. Uh, anyway, junior college be Liddy. <laughs> junior college be Liddy. All right. Um, what was I talking about? All right. Anyway, let's get to these super chats. Forgot what I was. Oh, I forgot I was making a point. I had this Latino girl. She would do that too. She'd be like, look at this hair. This looks strawberry blonde. And I'm like, uh-huh. Well, my hair is curly and jet black. Uh-huh. Well, maybe it's a hair deeper into your scalp. <laughs> She's like, look here, sir. I know you're with other women. And I was like, you better know. I just don't want to find hairs in your bed. <laughs> I mean, just, just, just don't let me find hair in your bed. I'd be like, yeah, you damn right. <laughs> Oh, man. It's a cold, cold world out here, man. Somebody said Nova's hair. Nova's hair that long? Really? It's it's a short hair. It's a short hair. Uh, chocolate lab. All right. <laughs> it's a short hair. You ever see a chocolate lab mixed with wine mariner? It's not Nova's. Mm. All right. Anyway, shout out to Macaroni, Tony. And all the, no, I'm jumping the gun. Uh, Wait a minute. These are all out of order. This is ridiculous. We're going to go on Venmo. I was about to announce some other people. Shout out to B is for baller says CGA in the building. No government name says CGA not uh, not going to lie. News of JDF's self-deletion hit me hard. I grew up watching Power Rangers and even met him at Comic-Con. He says he's a real solid dude. Another victim of the marriage will. May he rest in peace. Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. Uh, somebody says he only dresses up. Oh, I that's what it was. So let me go back. Uh, one of the signs that that your girl's about to leave you. All right, because I was going to make an important point before I found that hair. One of the important things that you're going to find out when your girl's going to leave you. All right, check this out. Is when this was her. This was her. Okay, this was her right here. And then I, ultimately when she gets into the relationship with you, then she turns into this right here. Now, once you've seen this nine times out of 10, if she starts reverting back to this, if she starts reverting back to this at any point where you see this five out of 10 times or she's spending extra time in the mirror primping herself, there's another bull in the ring. It's about to be a wrap for you. It's over. It's over. She She's searching. She's searching for another guy. She's searching. She's now marketing and or if not dressing up for whoever that is. And uh, the Bible tells you that women cannot serve two masters. They cannot do it. They're inefficient, ineffective in it. Thus, Someone will dominate in whoever she's serving, whether it's her boss. Like, you'll be married to her or be in a relationship. Hey, baby, can I see you Saturday night? Can we have date night Saturday night? Oh, my boss told me I had to come in and work. Well, that's her master. <laughs> that's her master. She can't serve too effectively. Men can serve multiple masters. All right? I don't want you to, but men can do it well. Women, biblically, cannot serve two masters. And once they have an emotional title, one, and that overrides, they can't have two emotional ties. They can't, it's impossible. It's impossible. They can have an emotional and physical, but they cannot have two emotional ties. There's no way. And so once she starts reverting back to this marketing, it, it's over for you. It's you're doomed. She's not getting dressed for you. Example of this is if your wife, if your wife during the weekend has her bonnet on and her face cream. But on Monday morning, she wakes up and she jumps out of bed when that alarm hits. She'd be like this. She'd be, she jumps out of bed. She gets in the shower. She ain't washed her ass the whole weekend. 
She ain't washed her ass. She like be, be, what's the girl? Be Simone. She ain't even jump in the shower the whole weekend. Okay. But she goes and washes her ass. She puts her makeup on. She be in the mirror like this here doing it. <laughs> uh-huh. She in this here blushing, blushing. She pinning her hair up. She this spritzing her cologne and perfume all in. She run out the door dressed up. You like, damn, is that all it took? <laughs> you should have had a job. On Saturday, we should have gave you a job. <laughs> All right, man. Crazy, man. Shout out to uh, Macaroni Tony. He doubles up over on Venmo. He says, I wish for his own sanity that he could have found the coach gang. This ish we got going on out here in the after pill. He says, man, and so many. He says, and young and old need it. Men, young and old need this information. And he also says, How's the female CEO doing today? Oh, Elizabeth Holmes got sentenced. Yes. I'm not happy. To 11 years for fraud. She said she takes responsibility for her company, but not for the fraud. <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes, the, the feminism's wet dream that this young blonde Steve Jobs knockoff was going to be like the most powerful CEO in the world. And they put her all on the magazine cover. She didn't even sell nothing. She didn't even have nothing to sell but her pizza mm. And she literally said she was selling sex to raise money. I mean, she, this is proven. I've done a story on Elizabeth Holmes. All right. And then she literally was doing what? She was sleeping with the guy that she was working with. They was raising money together. She was banging him like, bro. And she had literally nothing to sell. They were selling nothing. They were selling. I mean, think of these fraudulent schemes that have been going on here. See, ninjas, ninjas steal a $100. These white folks and these, you know, who's, new, new, you know, new, who, new who's, they be stealing millions of dollars and then calling you a thug out here. They be stealing people's uh, liver and spleen and selling it on the black market. And they calling you ninjas thugs for stealing a bag of Doritos. I can't. Mm. <laughs> they taking people, Bernie Madoff, FTX, Elizabeth Holmes. They, like, give me the fucking break. Mm. <laughs> All right. They be selling, they be stealing black people, black children, staking a liver and a spleen and a kidney, selling it on the black market. And then they calling you out here animals. <laughs> Dude, this world is crazy. New, 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 new world order. Okay, where are we at? Eddie says, What advice would you give about spending Thanksgiving alone? My family hates me and are toxic. They even wish death upon me. Wow. He says, I plan on doing some volunteer work at the soup kitchen, but wonder if I should be doing anything else thanks coach oh man that's terrible man yeah families are weird on thanksgiving everybody acts like they're a good family but they have this anxiety related to get togethers and people hate each other backstabbing backbiting talking behind people's back don't don't act like i'm the only one that's most people's family but uh yeah man find a way to volunteer uh potentially you know you could do some nino brown handing out turkeys uh, going to do something like that, get involved. There's only one football game, so you guys can't get distracted by three games. I think there's only one this year. But, uh, yeah, try to get involved. I look at holidays. I'm not a holiday guy per se. I'm not a holiday guy per se. I do things like, like, I don't mind celebrating a holiday on the day it's not the holiday. Like, Thanksgiving. All right, time to get together. All the NPCs get together. All the bots Get the turkey, get the dressing. I'm like, can we do it on Tuesday? Perhaps. Like, does it have to be on Thursday? <laughs> That's kind of how I do things. I'm like, man, like, 
like Christmas. It's got to be 8 a.m. on December 25th. Why? Can it be on December 26th? We'll do it on the 26th. <laughs> While everybody's at home waking up at 4.30 in the morning with the kids can't wait for to unwrap their presents. I'll be out doing other shit while everybody's passed out by eight o'clock after they unwrapped all the presents like NPC mode. I don't like Valentine's day. We don't have to be on the 14th. <laughs> we'll go out the day before. It has to be on the 14th. Mark. NPC shit. Somebody says Christmas has to be on the 25th. Okay. It has to be, you know what, you know what's funny about Christmas? You know what's funny about Christmas? Like literally y'all work all that, you know, I ain't lying. Y'all work all that, all that freaking from November, Black Friday, all the way up to the damn Christmas. Y'all work all that time for them kids to wake up, everybody to wake up, you in your pajamas with your, your hot chocolate, with your peppermint stick in there. The kids wake up super duper early. And then guess what? By five o'clock in the morning, y'all was sitting up tired after you done made your kids bite. Unwrap the presents. Y'all go through all the damn presents. <laughs> Paper everywhere. Seven o'clock is done. <laughs> 7 a.m. You go back to sleep. You'd be like, I'm going back to sleep now. You <laughs> your kids play with the toys, push that toy over there, play with that toy, push that toy over there, play with that toy. Now what? <laughs> then you wait for your family to come over to have the uh, that ham. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> oh my goodness! All that anticipation for what? <laughs> like, but I get it, man. It is what it is. Look, if y'all normally want to do, I'm the Grinch. I'm the I'm the mean one. I'm the mean one. But by the I guarantee, Christmas is over by 12 p.m. on Christmas Day. It's over. It's done. Tell me I'm lying. It's over. <laughs> I'm a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah, I'm the Mr. Grinch. I will steal your Christmas. Uh, anyway, shout out to Seth Rollins. Addiction. He says, addicted to the members live stream, you included in the course are as extra. How can I watch all the previous members live streams? Do you upload them on bit? No, I don't know what. I don't know what happens. Sometimes I have them on different channels and then the channel gets shut down so then you can't get it it's all that's all that happens all right i gotta give paypal a little bit of love they're like kim can you read two super chats over here because paypal's getting behind and then i'm gonna get back to the show all right we got a lot of contributors so i gotta acknowledge them i, I try not i try to acknowledge all of them so again do you have to do it on the 25th can you do it on the 24th can you do it on the 26th can you do it on the 31st does it have to be when everybody i don't know can you do it after 12 p.m you can do it after 12 p.m. Even like nobody opens no presents till 12 p.m. Now what's going to happen? All right. Shout out to Sizzo. He says, happy money day in the building. Happy money day. Your money. boy is in Boston, Sean. It's a, he says his bricks out here. Yes. Coach, I have a second interview for my IT job today. Even on vacation, I'm making moves. Shout out to the coach gang and RIP to the Green Ranger. Yes, indeed. Some people do it at 12 a.m. They'd be like, it's technically. So what's the point? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can do it whenever you want to do it. Gym status. Shout out to you and your 
Jim Status's tweet or his Instagram got me on this one. Shout out to him. He says, get fit, get money. CGA's to go. Yeah, I'm not a holiday person per se. I'm like, it's it's a lot of hype. Oh, yeah. And we're not going to get into that. We're not. We're going to let y'all be happy. We'll get into holiday madness another day. Shout out to Mr. Hardaway in the building. He says, I like when you're going. Wait, I like where you're going with that get them daddy thing. We should do a get them daddy challenge where the coach gang will floss with suits and post them up. Shout out to you. The get them daddy challenge. All right, man. See how clean you can get to go down to the junior college. You know, one one thing about the generations of women and fantasy and romance, uh, most young men don't have the ability to romance nor the energy or desire to romance, but an older guy and a young woman, you can get some romance in. All right. You can get some great romance. And I love the, I look, I, I, I'm the gentleman. I'm the gentleman. I'll be selling women a dream. You want to go walk down the street? I will find a street that looks like a Universal Studios lot that's dim that that's dimly lit with the street lamps. And it has that odd sidewalk with the with the uh cobblestone uh driveway, and there'll be a slight mist, and I'll walk her ass down to singing in the rain, singing in the rain. Romance does not equal simping. Not when you sell in her ass a dream. She get out there. Oh, I feel fantastic. You do a little dance with her, spin her around. You know, that's like saying doing salsa. That's like doing salsa. Like doing salsa is simping. Mm. Nah, we ain't going to play that over here. We ain't going <laughs> to. Sometimes you got to sell their ass a dream. Sell them little birds a dream. Just don't do it with old ladies. That's what I'm talking about. Old women do not know. Romance is over, baby. I cannot stand when no woman over 30 want to be romanced. Look. Because mm. I know you got here. And you done had your body split in half with less, little less, little less than romance. Mm. I don't sell romance to old women. Unless she has sitting on a, a, a ironclad will, life insurance. <laughs> yeah, romance is for young women. So I be junior college romancing them. Not no old ass woman. No old bum sitting across from you. All right. Sitting there, her jowls hanging down here. I'm looking for romance and to be spoiled. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go right here. Nightclub. Wait a minute. That's not even right. Hold on for a second. What was number three? Oh, I, I missed. I missed copy that. So I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to do this. How did I miss number three? Pause. Okay, that was from last that was from last night. So I must not have pressed save. So we'll we'll bump we'll bump it right here. The Sun Hub Husband Epidemic, and then we'll talk about the Green Power Ranger after this. The Sun Husband Epidemic. I want you ladies to listen and listen good. Listen and listen good. Um uh this is from Ayana Van Zan, whatever's her name, Ayana Van Zan. Here she is right here. She's talking about the mothers can emotionally manipulate her son. I got two videos to show you here but this is the stuff that i've been preaching about i believe i'm a true believer that especially in split households mothers should not have their child their son especially they should not have their son past the age of probably 12 but that's even pushing it 10 they should already be excommunicated separated from that son if it's a split household you've done your job you've done the tender years doctrine the emotional connection is there now we need to accelerate the oedipus complex because this already 
um, uh, destroyed. All right. You've already now made that son a son husband, and you're probably going to speak death into your son before you speak motivation. This is more likely than not. This is in general. I'm not talking about the one that made it. Statistically, this shows it. So when we talk about manipulation, women manipulate to survive, but they also manipulate the son, not just men, not just husbands, not just men they want to date. Okay. And um, here we are here with Ayanna Van Zan, Zan describing exactly what I've been preaching, despite the fact that people call me, okay, call me some sort of a uh, um, bitter and hurt. So let's go ahead and see it here. Let's play it. Hey, play, play the video. Oh, hold up. That's the wrong one. This the one. This is why in our culture as black people, when the boys turn a certain age, the men come and get him and take him away from the mother because she can emotionally manipulate him. But since we don't live in our culture no more, we say what we want to say, do what we want to say. We tear our men down and then wonder why they don't make good husbands. Oh, man, listen, Ayanna Van Zandt has been watching me. I've been preaching this since 2018. All right. And a lot of others have preceded me with these teachings. I've been saying exactly this from 2018. If you look up and you put Coach Rick Adams and Son Husbands, you're going to see videos date back to 2018, despite the fact that you're going to try to give credit to somebody else. All right. However, however, here's exactly what I've been saying. Our culture is has been ruined because women have overwhelmingly possessed custody of their sons and daughters, sabotaged them, and then blame the father when it goes bad. But when it goes good and he runs and he becomes the coldest, wide receiver in the NFL, then she's saying, I created this, right? I'm the man. I, I She takes the credit. I've been saying this for the last four or five years. This is it right here. And then if he's done what he, he hasn't done well in life, she continues to baby him and allow him. You can stay here, baby. Don't don't go out there in the real world and become a man. Don't become don't get around men. Uh, be, be, Become a son husband. You can live in my house. You can stay here, baby. Now, this does the man wrong. And a lot of guys don't realize they're son husbands until I hit you over the head with it. You're a son husband. And she's manipulating you to carry out the masculine portion of what she needs without submitting to a man. Mm -hmm. Then your mother becomes 50, 60, 70, and then she turns to you. Yeah, she turns to you. She pulls a that you on you. And that's she you. pulls a that you on you. And then look at this son husband ass ninja with his hair done just like his mama. All right. And a lot of you guys emulate your mothers and your aunties than you do your fathers, all right? And now that's a tough discussion because people have these things about hairdos and earrings, even myself, and the way we dress, what we pride ourselves on, shoes and clothes. This is all women bullshit, but we make it men bullshit. Look at my clean-ass collection of Jordans. Niggas, ninja, sit your ass down. I said the N-word and pause. Sit down with all them damn Jordans. You don't need all them damn shoes. Now, if you got them, it's all right. <laughs> all them damn shoes and keeping them all cleanish like this i get it but damn we only need five pair of shoes although i have 25 <laughs> but it's crazy i think i think we don't realize we're emulating our mothers we're emulating our mothers hair y'all i talked about this with the perm hair culture right we could not wait to get in there. I want a perm, too. You know why? Because our mothers dragged us to the hair salon where we spent five hours for her to get her hair permed. I want to be under the dryer, too. Then we come out. We come out of the dryer. Look at me. I got my perm and jerry curl, too. This is all. This is all a son husband shit. This is all son husband shit. Okay. And fathers. Mothers destroy sons. 
His mother can speak to him in certain ways. Look at look, now. Look at this brother. Look at this man. Oh my goodness, man! We need to have a masculine. We need to have a masculine training. Twenty twenty four. We will have. We will have a journey of masculinity. See, this is what we have. This is this brother right here has been destroyed because he has no masculine present in his life and masculinity has essentially been destroyed but guess what when they want a man they want somebody who leads and who's masculine but they're raised by mothers who manipulate and destroy even this woman ayana van zahn who i assume is a feminist is saying the exact same thing so you cannot accuse me of saying something that goes against the grain it is well known that these women are corrupting these young boys by keeping and being possessive of them keeping them away from the father and then thus destroying them this man needs a man in his life. Pause. And even Ayanna Van Zahn is saying it. Here we go. Ways that destroy him in ways that can never be repaired. Never be repaired. <sighs> play it again. Play it again. I'll play it in full. This is why in our culture as black people, when the boys turn a certain age, the men come and get him and take him away from the mother because she can emotionally manipulate him. Yes. But since we don't live in our culture no more, we say what we want to say, do what we want to say. We tear our men down and then wonder why they don't make good husbands and Woo. fathers. Woo. Mothers destroy sons. Woo. His mother can speak to him in certain ways that destroy him in ways that can never be repaired. Mm. And they are only doing what their operating service is trying to tell them to do. They, they're loaded with the same operations. They can't become men. They can't be like, okay, there's no father here. I'll be the man. No, she only knows emotion. This is why when men debate me, oh, I feel, coach, and I feel, and they start coming in here with their tampon stream untucked. And I'm telling you, you feel and what you should and all of this and not all is not a masculine position to stand on. It is how your mother manipulated you by drip campaign over 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and you want to run in here with your damn cape on. F your feelings. F your feelings. This is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with the real. Okay? And even Ayanna Van Zahn can see it. And now let me show you what this turns into. Let me show you what this turns into. Okay? New, 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 new world order. Let me show you what you turns this on. I'm going to show you what this turns into. Okay? I want you to take a look at this video. This is a woman on... Uh-oh. This is a woman on TikTok. I don't know if I can show it, but we're only going to show her once. So pay attention. So woman on TikTok, this appears to be her son in that little ass apartment. The single mother's dream right there. All right. This is her achieving high achieving single mother. I'm going to play it once. Pay attention. Never to be played again. This appears to be her son. This could be a babysitter. This could be a, uh, a cousin. I don't know. But let's go ahead and play it. All right. I have to take the music off. But uh, this is what. You wonder why you're hypersexual. You you wonder why. You wonder why you all chasing booty all your life. See, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if that's a man doing that to his daughter or any female, that is a rapsky. This is what causes the son husband. This is why you prioritize what you do. This is why you can't get over a fat booty, booty. This is why you can't do it. 
in the society allows this to happen. Nobody get punished right here in front of you. And this is why you wait. This is why you are. Guys, you can't do this. Um, you can't be this way from 3, 4, 5, 10, 15, and age 20, and then wonder that this doesn't have an effect on you. A lot of you were born to teenage mothers. A lot of you were born to teenage mothers who had no life experience. This is why she named your ass a non-resume name because she thought it was cute. This is why she dressed you as a thug the way her daddy, the way your daddy dressed, but she never married. This is why she carried before she married. And this, this is the results. Results, the son husbands. This is why you run in here, despite me trying to stand up for you and give you the best possible options in life. You buck against me. You buck against me to defend your single mother, to defend your grandmammy. Look at your lineage, especially you brown people. Look at your lineage. Are any one of your, go back to your sisters, your mother, and your grandmother, and if you happen to be grateful enough to be having a great grand, are any of them married? Statistically, probably not. You probably don't have the trifecta. You don't have all three married. How many men in here, especially you black men, I don't care what country you live in, how many do you have sisters, mother, and grandmother all married right now? How many? <laughs> I got to catch up. Oh, man, I got to catch up. Super chats. We're going to talk about the Green Ranger coming up next. Give me five minutes. Anyway. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a world we live in. Okay. Shout out to, um, let me see here. Did I get DGC more over here? Much respect to CGA Keep Teaching. He says, when the key components and areas of a man's life has structure and organization, the XXs of our minor importance. All right. Shout out to you. Your virtuoso says RIP to the Green Ranger. Even Tommy Oliver can get a divorce. He says, free agent for life, tuition for the day, coach. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, sir. Let's go ahead and give you a co-sponsorship. All right, shout out to uh, De Demon Deacon. OG, pretty thug in the building. This is one of these shows you got to get worked up to look up into the camera and give them the real CGA. He says, a friend told me yesterday, and I called it before. He even said it. Shout out to you, man. This is one of these shows, man. I mean, I know I'm going to hit y'all with some blatant facts. You're going to hear some facts today. This is why I've been, been telling you about this marriage divorce game. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Speak in my mind. Next thing you know, you will be in her warm embrace. Shout out to the older women. My warm embrace. Yes, Joshua Moon says, that's why I say run from the community if you can. If you can. Um, the community doesn't know what they have coming towards them. You don't know. I mean, look at the look at these millionaire basketball players shuffling, shucking, jiving. They done. Shout out to Christopher B. Says, hey, coach. He says, thoughts on a precautionary vasectomy. No interest in having kids and at almost age 44. Probably should. Yeah, probably should do it, especially if you're messing around with younger women under the age of 30. Yeah. One ski could mess your life up for for 25 years. One ski. All it takes is one ski. One mismanaged ski. Yeah, just, you know, 44. I always advise men, once you're past the age of 35, 
and you're sure you don't want to have kids, just, just go ahead and think about it or else you're rolling the dice. Rolling the dice. Shout out to Slick Vision. It's barbecue in there. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. And the coach gang, by the way, I will be working on Thanksgiving despite the fact that it's supposed to be a day off. All right, JC says, uh, went to brunch on Sunday and ran into one of Eddie Murphy's assistants, an Asian and white flatback. I found out they are here filming the new Beverly Hills Cops uh, show for Netflix. Took her to Bill's V. Bill's V. something. Oh, you took her to the Bill's versus the Cleveland Browns at Lions Stadium, then 10 toes up. Shout out to you. Hey. Shout out to the personal assistants in the building. Matt Will, the mother and the Messiah get the glory. The devil and the daddy get the blame. Yes, you know how it goes. And it's all Jermaine Fone. It's always Jermaine Fone. They literally, they literally will blame you when you ain't weren't, weren't even there. You're like, how was I even? You told me to leave. I got up out of there. And you were like, good, I'll do it on my own. We'll do it on my own. We'll be together. Then I'll destroy it. And they'll be like, it was your fault. JC says, my sister gave me an S-curl and dyed the tips blonde. I mean, listen, it is what it is, but a lot of people don't realize that, um, you know, uh, you've been left in the care. First of all, I told you about daycare kids. You guys hang out with the future normies and bots and ham and eggers and future criminals in society. Daycare kids are ultimately destroyed. All right. Most most kids that go to daycare, statistically, not the one. I, there was, I came out fine, coach. Statistically, daycare kids, some of they're gonna be amount of losers in society. They be like first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, daycare, eighth grade, YMCA, boys. What does they call it? Boys and girls club. These are gonna be losers, man. <laughs> they got the they got the life sucked out of them sitting in the cube, sitting in the cube room after school. For <laughs> So the second one, the second loop, the second feminine men in, a, in life are going to be men raised around women like they had sisters and cousin, female cousins and hang out with them and the aunts raised them and all that shit. You about to be straight up loser. <laughs> you about to be done. You done. You cooked because then you're going to be running around with a female hairdo. You're going to be running around with them. What's those barrettes that had the two balls? You know what I'm talking about, ladies. The barrettes that had the two balls on it, where you tie your hair up like this and it had the two balls. That's 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 what you go. Your hair at some point, when you're raised by females, some point you're gonna have that picture. You're gonna have that picture. <laughs> They're gonna tie your hold on for a second. What's the what do they call? At some point, if you're a black man, you're gonna have that. Or even if you're a white dude, at some point, they're gonna put your ass in heels and a dress. You're gonna have that picture. Looking like Snoop Dogg getting his hair braided in the uh, video. What was the video, Snoop Dogg? All the dudes, R. Kelly, braid my hair. I want to need somebody to braid my hair. But... Wait a minute. Y'all don't realize that's effeminate. They, they're pushing effeminate lifestyle on you. The knocker balls. Knocker balls. Let me see <laughs> that name, knocker balls. Knocker balls hair. Oh, yeah, there they are. <laughs> there they are. I found the hold up. 
at some point, you ninjas, they don't they tell me I ain't lying. At some point, you're going to have a picture with these in your hair. These right here. This is the one I'm talking about right here. I thought this was candy when I was a kid. <laughs> All right. At some point, you're going to have these in your hair, bro. You're going to have a picture of them in your hair. Yep. Looking like the brat tat 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 in a damn video. Talking about so functified. It's coming, guys. <laughs> you guys are eternally. You guys are destroyed from the beginning. Men. Shot X says, Coach is crazy because Shahrazad Ali said this in the late 80s and 90s. He says that Ian, uh, Ivana, Ayana was one of the main ones disagreeing with her, the irony. Ayana Van Zandt, I, I'm just assuming that she's just riding the wave. So Shahrazad Ali is the, one of the original OGs. She was laying it down for women, but women didn't want to hear it. Women didn't want to hear it. And what I'm telling men is this. This is where we've made a mistake. This is where we made a mistake. We've actually tried to care too much about women instead of protecting them. Ladies, I'm about protecting you. I'm a guy who's a traditionalist. I know people don't think so. I believe in marriage. I believe in two-parent households. I believe in traditionalism. People think I'm anti-marriage. I'm not. I'm anti-system. I'm anti-system. I'm anti-divorce. And I'm anti-co-parenting. And I'm anti-single motherism. And the way we're getting into it is men give up relinquished control and they get into these systems and then the system plays them. So when we get to the Green Ranger, it's not the wife that played him. The system played him and he had no way out. He had no way out. New, but new, 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 with this being said, with this being said, where men messed up is we gave away the keys to the kingdom. We gave away control and we did not protect women. See, the, the, the thing about protecting women is not protecting them from others. It's protecting them from themselves. And I've been saying that and saying that and saying that we've tried to give them the opportunity to make decisions on their own. And they end up ultimately uh, based on their nature. The nature is that they always have a bailout so they can wing it and they can fail and then they can get support. So they never have that sense of urgency. They never have that sense of ambition compared to the man's ambition and the man's ambition we want to get up and build a skyscraper or 100 stories. Her ambition, she wants to start an eyelash business. That's two different business structures. You're a self-employed service builder. I create products in, in, in brick and mortar and hard, tangible things. You create something. You see what I mean? And then when it fails, she just finds you. So we got, into, we got out of the business of protecting women from themselves. And thus, that's what a traditional relationship is. She should always look back when a guy has leverage and options. She should always look back and say, that's my protector. But we uh, assume we, we, we said that they can protect themselves and it's not true. It's, it's simply not true. It's actually hogwash. As my teacher used to say, it's hogwash. With that being said, this is how um, for men, once we got out of the protection business, men became entitled to believe that there was love and romance as a, on the other side. Well, since they we don't protect them no more, since we don't help them choose a mate, since we don't give them structure, since we don't give them guidance, since we don't give them that ism, since we don't do any of that, we let them learn on their own, bump their head, then help them. Then you thought love and romance is how she's going to pick you, and then we found out that's not true. So you thought you were entitled to a monogamous woman, and have you had one yet? You haven't had one yet. And monogamy has fooled all of you guys. This is why you think you deserve you a good 
and shape fit feminine woman. No, no. That's not true. Women are going to go to where? Top 10, top 20% wait at the finish line. And they're going to go where the protection and the control is. Period. It is what it is. <laughs> but we're here to teach men. This is why we tell you to get leveraging options. We used to be like, don't date them. But now we're telling you, okay, get leveraging options and then look back. You're not going to get nobody on no romance tip. And if you got a woman over 30 selling you romance, she's defrauding you. Mm. Period. She's defrauding you. She's manipulating. She's tricking you. You're a trick. I know this is hard for a lot of people to hear, but this is the truth. All right, so let me get one more. Henry Brazilian. Wait a minute. <laughs> Shout out to JC says that non-resume name hit different. That is facts. Mm. Non-resume names come from normally women who've had their child age 22 and below. She's going to name him a dumbass name. Guaranteed. Mm. Jay Cool here. She's going to name him a dumbass name. Because why? She has no work history to understand. And I know black folks are like, we need to pretend we can name ourselves. We can name them whatever our kid we want to name them. No, you can't. Nobody does that. Jewish people don't even do that. Many Jewish people change their name. You ever met a Jewish person that was like, oh, um, uh, my name is Jake Good. Like, Jake Good. Okay. Hi, Mr. Good. You know what Jake Good is for? Jake Goodman. They took the good man, they took the man off because it would it would alert people that 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 was their heritage. Jake Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby famous for deleting Lee Harvey Oswald. Jack Ruby is short for what? Rubenstein. So they manipulate, they got into the situation. They were like, all right, we have this heritage. We can preserve our heritage when we're by ourselves, but when we're in here. When we're here, here doing what we need to do into the main structure, we're going to change our name. Now, Asians do the same thing. Asians do the same thing. They come over here and they be like Wang Yang. But when they get over here, she'd be like Esther Yang. Esther. Mm. Esther. Esther. She don't look like an Esther to me. They just go to the old white person's dictionary. Henry, Esther, Bruce, Tom. Jack, Jane, Bobby. <laughs> they like, we can't roll around here talk about some Jane Yang. All right. What's my name today? My name is Sally. My name is Lawrence. Lawrence Kim. <laughs> Lawrence Kim. You looking at him like, who named you Lawrence? Who names anyone Lawrence? Who names anyone Lawrence in the last 50 years? But you. See, we want to do this, but we want to be over here. Tata Alicia, Shasha Alicia. All right. Yeah. No, no, no. Change that name. What's your, what's your American name? What's your American name? Brothers, y'all better be getting an American name. All right. I got an American name. My name is good old American. I show up Greg Adams. They don't know who's coming through the door. They don't know who's coming through the door. All right. They be like, good. We got a white man. All right. Jesus Christ. You show up. Hi, Greg Adams reporting. They're like, you're Greg Adams? Yes, I am. God damn. All right, we got to listen to his ass. We invited him to the interview. <laughs> <laughs> listen to him. And then I'd kick my shit, and they'd be like, damn, he actually got a truck. 
Do we need any ninjas in the building? Have we served our quota for ninjas? We need a ninja. We need a ninja. I got a good one for you. I got a good one for you. And then I show up to the door. I get in the door, wave in the fofo, and I'll be like, oh, you got you got a spot for me? They like, yeah. And I'll be like, I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you gonna do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Bruh, well, if you got an American name, you getting a yob. <laughs> Somebody said, my name is Greg. I've never not had a yob. I'll be getting yobs left and right. They be like, yob for you, not for you. Get an American name. Don't get your pride in the way, man. Don't get your pride in the way. You better get your American name. The Jews do it. The Asians do it. And look at where they at in the world. Look at where they at. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> or stay Tatalisha. Stay Demetrius Tratricius. Stay, stay that if you want. But don't complain when you ain't got no job. <laughs> All, right. All right. Anyway, Africans do it. Did Africans do it? Shout out to the Africans. The Nigerian brothers come over here. My name is, uh, what is the name? Uh, I can't even think of the name. I got to get to some PayPal's here. Yeah, the African, the, the African dudes just go to the Bible. Ezekiel. Ezekiel, brother. Brother, my name is Ezekiel Muhammad. Emmanuel, Emmanuel and Ezekiel is here. My name been Ezekiel the entire time. <laughs> okay, hold on for a second. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to Jay Cool. He says, on Magnificent Monday, it is frustrating to me that the church does not hold women publicly accountable and will speak subservient language and at least on an individual basis. Oh, and unlike XX's asking for a divorce, I am happy I'm not because happy. the Bills won. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Who was the brother that told me to go over here? All right. I know. They like hit up PayPal. Oh, no. Hold on for a second. They be locking me out, though. I'll tell you. Pro blacks are irate. We should be able to keep our Swahili name. That's our original name that the slave master took from us. I'm like, are you sure Tata Lalisha was a name that y'all used when you was over there? Tata Alicia was the name y'all used. That was the Swahili name. Nah, I'm going to beg to differ on that one. Let's get some American names around here. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway, shout out to Mr. Hardaway. What's up, coach? He says, yeah, I was trying to tell you. Uh, don't miss my super chat. Last week from the last stream, you went offline. But I did. Uh, let's see here. But uh, he says, uh, the one that you missed was my cash app. I said, this chick is going to put a strap on the bear and ride it. Would you doubt it? I actually read that super chat. I must have whizzed by it, but I remember reading it. Somebody says Barack Obama. Well, they're like, Barack Obama got in there with a name. Well, new, 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 new world order. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you another one just so you don't, so you missed it. New, 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 new world order. Sometimes you're selected. All right, shout out to uh, Maurice in the building. He says, salute to the coach gang. Do you think there will be more male celebrities that do what JDF did? That's hard to say. That's hard to say. I really don't know if that's the recourse. Now, if there's an epidemic of people doing it, then yes, it, it could be something that then brings uh, this to the forefront. And we got a code. We got a sponsorship, and then I'm going to get back going. 
All right. He says, Mr. G Baldwin says, appreciate the good knowledge show. And he did drop it in there. He dropped the bag. I'm rich, All right. Um, let me see here. Just jumping ahead. Rolo's hair dye says divorce is no excuse for self-deletion. Andrew Tate said the self-deletion is you got to put self-deletion or the stream gets put down. He says, uh, Tate says self-deletion is selfish and a coward's way out. As a man, you deal with the consequences of your actions. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm in no way encouraging men to self-delete. We're just bringing, definitely bringing knowledge to this. And as a result, I'm going to have to put this banner up right here. If you do believe or you or know someone who is affected by any issue raised in this story, call the prevention hotline, which is not going to, you're not going to reach me. There's this, there's the number right there or the crisis hotline. If you're going through some situation here, it's never an excuse. We want to make sure that everybody is doing the right thing. But now we're going to get into the main event story here. We got one more after this one. Wake up. This is what you wanted to hear. Okay. Did the recent divorce filing send the green power ranger into a spiral of depression that he could not get out. Okay. So let's go ahead and report on the story. Then we'll give you the data and facts about this for the super ninjas or the super caping guys that are going to and try to take the blame from the woman. You are the classic case of what I was just describing. You're not protecting women. You think you're protecting them, but you're giving them an out. I'm not blaming her for his decision to take his own life. But what I'm going to say is he was recently served divorce papers three months prior. Those are one of the risk factors, and I'm going to give you the data around it, of a man taking his life. And unfortunately, men don't care. Women don't care. We live in a culture that they don't care. They don't care. Take your own life. You got insurance? Okay. You got an inheritance? You got money? Am I on the wheel? I don't give a F. They just tombstone your ass. And then they push the accountability on others. There's a famous doctor that was on TV and her husband jumped from a window. <laughs> okay, I think he jumped from a bridge or a window. She was on a TV show. He deleted himself and she passed the buck despite the fact that they were going through a divorce and she was draining his ass. What was the name of the doctor? I actually did an episode on this. She was draining his ass. This is an example. I was just thought about that. What was her name? Somebody get the doctor's name so I can pull that shit up. Okay. Where are we at? And she sat up there like, well, you know, it wasn't me. And she said, I, he said it wasn't my fault. And the suicide letter didn't even show the letter. Where was the letter at? Let me see the letter. She passed that buck. He just jumped off the bridge. What's the name of man? Somebody find that shit so we can show you. Somebody said, what's the cash app? It's on the screen. It's on the screen with that dollar sign. All right, hold on for a second. Just so you can see, Jane, Dr. Uh, Good Morning America. Yeah, here it is right here. And, and she wrote a book. She wrote a book. <laughs> this bitch wrote a book. She wrote a book called Life After Suicide. You can't make this shit up. I'm here with our. Here she is right here. I can't play it. This is her right here. That's her. Life After Suicide. Uh, how, wait. I have to say self-deletion. How you write the book? She's in the middle of a divorcing her, her husband. Here she is right here. There's a, uh-oh. <laughs> she made herself the victim. 
He jumps. She wait. He divorces her in the middle of the divorce. He jumps. She's writing the book. Man, you can't make this shit up. Jennifer Aston is her name. If you wanted to know. Here it is. The lovely family. There she is right there. And she didn't even take a week off the show. She back on the show. Yep. My husband jumped. She back on the show. There she is looking like Master Splinter. Right there. Oh, now she's engaged. She's engaged. She went and remarried somebody else. You can't make this shit up. She engaged to somebody else. She got the ring. She like, well, he dead. I'm going to write the book. Jump on another Johnson. (laughs) Y'all think this is a cold world out here. This is a cold, 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 cold ass world. And a, a dude will marry a woman that husband jumped from a bridge. I swear. To you. Hey, if a woman comes up to me and say, my husband jumped from a bridge previously. What? Cold world, former, it says right here, Power Ranger Jason. We're going to call him JDF. Dead. Deleted. Deleted. Deleted at age 49, self-deleted, as we call it over here. He's self-deleted. Let's give you the, the data here. This is the original story. Then we'll give you the, the, the data, the context here. JDF, one of the original Power Rangers, has died, TMC learned. The actor and mixed martial art artist died in Tejas, according to the rep Justine Hunt. Sources with direct knowledge tell us this deletion was the result of self-deletion. JD is best known as Tommy Oliver, one of the original on the original run of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers franchise, dating back to the kid series debut in 1993 when he was introduced as one of the six crime monster fighting superheroes mask head to toe with Kung Fu skills. Fans remember him. He started off as the Green Ranger in season one, introduced as the first uh, at first as the enemy of the Power Rangers and only to do a 180 and becoming the good guy. We call that a reverse heel turn, a face turn. After his power started to deteriorate, however, he turned into the white Power Ranger and tapped as the new leader of the group. Frank starred as one of the leads for three seasons, totaling 123 episodes. And then he went on to reprise the role. We'll skip all of that. His on-fighting ability, on-screen fighting ability translated into the real world. Frank was a professional, professionally trained MMA brawler who was well-versed in everything from Taekwondo, Muay Thai, Judo, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and others. He fought professionally for a time from 2008 and uh, to 2010. Wow, this guy's got some discipline. Uh, Jason's rep, Justine, tells TMZ, please respect the privacy of his family and friends during this horrible time as we come to terms with the loss of such a wonderful human being. He's loved his family his friends and fans very much. He will be truly missed. Frank was 49. Rest in peace. And if it says right here, if you know, or you or someone you know is wanting to harm themselves, please call the number. And that's what we support here. We don't support anyone doing this as a means to an end. Okay, so what do we know here? What do we know here? Well, let's go ahead and Go up and show this piece of information about him. Again, we're just connecting the dots. We're not blaming anyone, but we're talking about how marriage marriages can be a trigger for a person to do something like this. And once it's done, they basically say, well, he took the selfish way out. 
well, can we revert back and say, what could be the causes of this? Do we see the fact that we don't want to know the cause is a red flag to me. It means that we're not trying to hold the other people accountable or holding the situation accountable, the system accountable. We're literally dodging the responsibility. Somebody has to be responsible. For instance, if this is a woman, we will be, we will be sitting here trying to find out why she did it. Why did she do it? And if there was a divorce, if there was a custody battle, we would be going, essentially, we would say. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Now, JDF marriage history. I tell you, marriage is not to be played with. Okay. In fact, let me see something here. I meant to pull this up. Teachers divorce equals death or similar to death. Um, the results of a divorce are very, very, uh, has heavy consequences. And a lot of teachers are finding that even children, the effects of a divorce on a family, when the children comes back to the classroom, it's worse than death. I've actually reported on that and shared article related to that. They're finding that the children respond to it like a death of a close relative. And a lot of times men will go through a divorce and they will just, just go find another woman, pick another one, pick the right one. Just go again. Or don't you believe in love? What about love? What about romance? Don't you need a partner? You're going to die alone. They take you through all these things and they say, just pay the money. It's just alimony. And then they leave you out there hanging. They leave you out there hanging with no solutions. The only solution is to go back on the plantation. Right. And then when we say, well, we need to look at how divorce causes men to get in these situations where they feel alone. Oh, man, you just bitter and hurt. Oh, man, you just oh, get over it. Oh, shut up. Just don't bring no attention to it. Shut your punk ass up. You see what I mean? And nobody wants to connect these dots. Let's go ahead and take you through it. it says right here, JDF's marital history prior to his death in November 2022, Jason was single. However, he was married to Shauna Frank in 1994 before they divorced in 2001. Okay. So 2001, he got a pass. That's when, his, that's when he should have walked away. This is where we tell you. But what he did was a violation of even CGA's terms to remarry. I even tell you, wait 10 more years. Do not remarry. Do not remarry afterwards. And it looks like what he did is, and we're holding him accountable. Look at the dates. He married again in 2003. Two years later, less than two years, which means to say he potentially might have had this person in his wheelhouse or he went into the overcorrection mode that many men do. What they'll do is, what they'll do is they'll get a divorce and to prove that it was the ex-wife's fault, to prove that, um, that they could do it again and they're not a loser in life, they'll get remarried again. This is classic generation um, X and baby boomer shit. Oh, I'll find another wife. I'll get right back on there. Dude, you should have waited 10 years, bro. And he got remarried again in 2003. However, they divorced in 2022. So he's a statistic. He had, a, he had an eight-year marriage. Less than eight-year marriage and a 19-year marriage. Second one lasted longer. I believe he was a stepfather to the second wife's um, children. Yeah, he was a stepfather as well. Frank had four children. We're not going to name their names. He had four children. 
Okay. Some of them adults, some of them still children, I believe. And he here has a picture, which I'm not going to show, but you can see here, he's pictured here with his daughter graduating high school last month. It says right here, he's 24 weeks ago, JDF took the Instagram to share a photo of himself and one of his four children right there. And he said he's a proud dad. So mentally, he seems like he was engaging with his family. He wasn't withdrawn, but we don't know what the symptoms he had going forward. But we know, we know that his wife filed for divorce in August. Let me go ahead and pull it up. In August of 2022. So they said he divorced in 2021, but it was filed three months ago, less than three months ago. Hey, I'm going to have to pull this up. Thought I had this ready, but I did not. Okay, let's see here. We'll put this up on the screen. Power Rangers star JDF wife Tammy files for divorce. And the date is right there. August 23rd, 2022. There's the date. Now, let's just say this. Let's say, for argument purposes, for the monkey simps that are here, Trying to get me to not connect the dots on this one. Let's just say JDF was hit by a bus and he was left without a functioning leg and he had to amputate a foot. This is just what if. Yes, it's a far-fetched idea. And he had to amputate a foot. He was known to do karate and he couldn't do karate no more. And it was like, you can't do no more karate. You're done. And then that was in August, late August. And then by November... He pulls the self-deletion. What would we what would we say? We would probably say, damn, he probably felt some sort of way because he can't do karate no more. He probably felt some sort of way because the medical bills. He probably felt some sort. We would immediately connect the dots. We would immediately go, this probably had something to do with this recent event. And he felt some sort of way. We would immediately do it. But when it comes to marriage and divorce, nobody wants to take that L. They don't want to do it. Nope, it ain't her fault. Nope, that had nothing to do with it. You can't connect the dots. You don't know what, and you don't know. He could have been on drugs, blah, blah, blah. You immediately come to the aid and defense. Now, this is the ex-wife right here. You immediately come to the aid and defense of marriage and divorce because you don't want this shit to look bad. You don't want, you don't want marriage and divorce. Now, that couldn't be it, coach. Now, I'm not saying it's it. But I'm going to show you that it could possibly be it, and it needs to be in the discussion. Why don't we have it in discussion? Why are we afraid to discuss it? And that's where the red flags are. We're afraid to discuss it because people don't want to take L's when it comes to this marriage and divorce fantasy bullshit. We don't want to take the L and say men are suffering out here. Or we want to say, well, maybe he cheated on her. Maybe he did. Does that, does that still excuse the fact that he took his own life? Are we going to just tombstone him because, oh, well, he cheated on her. That's his ass. Are we going to do that? Are we going to be this selfish to do some shit like that? See, I tell you, man, people do not care about men. They don't care about men. Not only that, people don't know what you're going through during divorce. He's probably getting served left and right. He's looking at his money. I don't know where he is financially. He's looking at his money. He's been divorced. What did I tell you about being divorced twice? I'm going to tell you this. Women have asked me, would I get married again? For a long time, I said no. And that invited all kind of shaming language. So I changed my answer. 
I changed my answer. I said, I'll no longer tell him no. I said, I'll start saying yes. Watch this. Hey, CGA, do you see yourself getting married again? And I say, yes, I do. But I will never get divorced again. And they look at me. What that mean? They go. What that mean? The answer is, oh, I'll get married. But if somebody think they divorcing me. <laughs> so now you got to deal with that. Now you got to deal with that shit. Okay, yeah. What what kind of shaming language you got for that? You know what they do? They be like this. Holy shit. They be like. You sure you want to get married to me? You sure you want to push that shit onto me? Because I ain't getting divorced no more. <laughs> I'm in Las Vegas where there's a whole bunch of desert in between here and Barstow. Yeah, man. They be like, oh, my God. Anyway, I'm just messing with y'all. I'm just joking, YouTube. I'm just joking. But uh, somebody said he was worth 500K or something like that. Yeah, uh, 500K about to get diced up by a second wife. He was like, somebody got to go. All right, um, let's get into the real here. Let's get into some real. You oh, shit. They really want to put the tombstone on them. Check this out. Divorce, for the people who want to separate this as a possibility, I think you're being ignorant. Psychology Today, June 30th, 2019, is this article. Divorce is a risk factor for self-deletion for especially, it says, especially for men. So for the people who want to just wipe, wash that shit away, no, 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 no. Maybe he was on drugs. Maybe he was depressed. Maybe he was this. When you're going through a divorce, you're getting served paperwork. You're meeting with lawyers. This is the second one. Everybody calling you a loser. Potentially, you have another risk factor. Sometimes you'd be like, it's checkout time. Divorce men are more likely than divorce women to delete themselves. The link between divorce and self-deletion has been known since the pioneering sociological studies of Emily Durkenheimer. In the United States, the rate of self-deletion among persons who are divorced or separated is usually reported as 2.4 times greater than the self-deletion rate for married people. So divorced people, not even married people, delete at this rate. A successful marriage, it seems, can be a protective factor against self-deletion. Conversely, separation and divorce seems to raise self-deletion risk. Oh, for the people, here it is. For the people who's like, nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. And then this person named Kapasuo, I don't know what that means, made an extremely important point, point about the marriage versus divorce self-deletion divide. The doctor noted that there was a huge difference between deletion, self-deletion rates among divorced men as compared to divorced women. In fact, the data showed that compared to divorced women, divorced men are nine times more likely to self-delete. Nine times. Put another way, for every one divorced woman who self-deletes, there are nine divorced men who do so. The nine to one ratio, where happened to equality? 
what happened to equality? The nine to one ratio dwarves the 3.5 to one male advantage we typically see in self-deletion. Wait a minute. So let, let me get this straight. When, when a guy's single, the rate, you're talking about single women versus single men. The rate is 3.5 to one. When you say divorce men, it's nine to one. But this has nothing to do with it. This has nothing. Listen, I don't know. This could possibly be something. In 2017, for example, 36,782 American men self-deleted versus 10,391 American women. I don't know if you guys know this statistic. It says, right, um, uh, American women tend to attempt self-deletion way more than American men. There's a joke in there, but I'm trying to be somewhat like I have some sort of feelings. Women attempt self-deletion way more than men. Unfortunately, somehow they can't pull it off. I mean, I'm not encouraging them, but there's got to be an explanation as to why. Anyway. There has to be an explanation as to why it doesn't work out that they are then lower chance of actually succeeding it figure that out yourself okay let me see here people say attention seeking and whatnot okay uh let's say right here it says right here uh the doctor of sociology from the university of california riverside suggests that society has undervalued the strength of paternal child bonds and thus underestimate the traumatic effect of severing those bonds through our typical custody agreements or arrangements. Wow, dude, that is a huge statement. That is, again, we don't care about you men. Because when the men have 85% chance of losing custody and the kids are parental alienated against the father, he goes into a situation that is so traumatic that that severed bond and what we call co custody agreements, which I've been against, I'm against custody agreements, I'm against co-parenting, but the bond, that, that bond is so strong that when it's severed, he goes into a spiral. Many of us just deal with it. Many of us just go back. We try to figure out life with nobody there to help us figure it out, but these berserkly um, therapists. And we know going there is not gonna help us. So we're here in a super traumatic situation we lost the wife. We lost our lineage. We lost our legacy. We lost the bond to our kids all because I'm not happy. You guys hear this, <laughs> but nobody cares. And they're going to say this had nothing to do with it. All right. You know, I was going to come with the facts further. We failed to appreciate the catastrophic financial impact of divorce on men and the anger and resentment engendered by losses of both property and status in the wake of a divorce settlement. Yep, you just bitter and hurt. Just get over it. Just pay the money. Just find another one. And then when we voice our opinion over here, they were like, oh, you know, matter. It's weird. And this doctor is acknowledging it. Not, not many doctors acknowledge this shit. So men lose property. They lose many things that they work for. They lose retirement funds, potentially money, kids, house, so forth and so on. And then they spit us out 
and say, you know, rip. And then when the dude self-deletes, they just sweep his ass into a pine box. They'd be like, pine box your ass. And you'd be like, did the divorce have something to do with it? They'd be like, how dare you? How dare you blame her? How dare you? I'm not blaming her. This is the system. And yes, 80% of women file for divorces. And 90% of college-educated women file for divorces. Are we just going to ignore it? Ignoring it is goofy. It's a goofy strategy. You're just protecting women, in a sense, just helping them escort, uh, escape accountability. Are we going to challenge the woman? This woman, the newscaster, wrote a book after the husband jumped off a bridge. <laughs> She's on a world tour signing books and remarrying another man. And her husband jumped off a bridge and nobody says nothing. Mm. She basically was like, well, it ain't my fault. And they're in the middle of a divorce. I swear to God. Now, you guys want another story? We're going to do a case study of this exact same thing happening in society, brushing it off. There's a guy named Robin Williams. For you young men out here, you might not know who Robin Williams is. He might be insignificant to you. But Robin Williams was an actor. I believe he was nominated for Academy Award once or twice. Maybe once for sure, whatever that Ben Affleck movie was. He's also a comedian, and he was on a show when I was a child called Mork and Mindy. I'll get Jake, stop with the PayPal. There ain't, no, there ain't no expensive PayPals in there. I already read the $100 one. I'm telling the story. Stop disrupting me with that shit. You better have more than $20 in that PayPal, bro. Interrupting my flow. <laughs> I already read the previous one was 100 and there wasn't another one in there closer to five. <laughs> Disrupting my flow so I can read your PayPal. Anyway. Continuing on, I appreciate your support. Continuing on here. Robin Williams was in Goodwill Hunting nominated. Okay. And here's an abstract study right here. There's a study, a case study of Robin Williams suicide. Now, or sorry, self-deletion. His self-deletion occurred after his third marriage. This is Robin Williams here. I believe Robin Williams was married three times. That's Robin Williams. Okay. Now, he also was forced into going into, because uh, he was nominated for an Academy Award, he was demoted and forced to work television shows. And he was working television shows in order to pay what he called all the money. He once said, they don't call alimony alimony, they call it all the money. And he would make jokes about marriage and divorce. And he would talk about how he was getting his money taken. Later to delete himself and everybody swept that shit up under the rug and they said, could it perhaps be that he's been divorced twice and cannot afford to pay the alimony anymore? And they were like, nope. Could it be perhaps that his third wife was divorcing him and he said, I can't afford a third divorce and he was going to figure out how to undertake somebody and he was like, I'll undertake myself. Nobody brings it up. They just say, oh, he was feeling bad. He was depressed. Let's go ahead and read. Let's go ahead and read it. And this case study by Hassan Tawheed is going to uncover potentially what we're ignoring. 
And this is what we're ignoring here. It says right here, the world-renowned comedian and four-time Oscar-nominated actor Robin Williams died on August uh, 11th, 2014. From the onset, the news indicated that his death was believed to be a self-deletion, and this was later confirmed to be true by autopsy report. Williams had been suffering from severe depression. Remember, depression to me is a symptom. It's not a, this is the, the result, right? You have to find out. See, people say, well, they were depressed. And I say, that sounds like a symptom. What were they depressed from? See, there's always a dig deeper. You can't just be like, well, they were depressed and deleted themselves and that's it. Put his ass in a pine box, bury his ass. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. What was he depressed from? It's a symptom of something greater. He just wasn't depressed. All right, so there's reasons why. He had severe depression, which is believed to be a leading contributor to self-deletion. Yeah, but why? In the case study, I, uh, I will highlight the events of the actor self-deletion and the main risk factors along with depression, there you go, leading to his tragic deletion. At the end of 2015, no other study seemed to address, listen, and explore the links between the causes and events leading up to his self-deletion. Case description. Robin Williams was suffering from the first thing they highlighted, relationship problems. See, that's what that's called a that's not called a symptom. That is a reason why he probably was depressed. That was the first thing that they said that he was suffering from relationship problems. And then they go on to say financial problems from what the dude made millions of dollars. He wasn't suffering from financial problems from spending habits, potentially. He might have had a drug problem, and then we're going to get to that next. But his financial problems seem to stem directly from the relationship problems because he says they don't call it alimony. They call it all the money. And then drug addiction and major depression. All of these factors led to his self-deletion. Comments, the chances of self-deletion dramatically increase in the presence of the key risk factors. Unfortunately, the actor, Robin Williams, was dealing with four of the major risk factors altogether, which put him at a high risk of self-deletion and eventually led to his tra tragic death. What are the four risk factors? He dealt with all of them together. Yes, he had drugs issues, potentially alcohol, but he also had relationships and financial problems stemming from the marriage. And then we'll go down here. Says right here, by definition, the act of deliberate. We're, we're going to skip through that one right there. Um, it says right here the most common. Okay, we're not we're not going to talk about that. All right, because I don't want to promote that type of stuff here. We tell everybody if you feel like you're going to do something, go get some help. It says right here. Let me see here. I want to skip down. Okay, on August 14, 2014, movie fans in the United States and across the world were stunned. When various TV uh, channels broadcasted and internet news websites posted the sad news about Robin Williams. That he died at age 63. He was born into a family in which his father was a senior executive at Ford Motor Company. And his mother was a former model from Jackson, Mississippi. Okay, I'm getting down right here. The majority of people who attempt self-deletion usually suffer from major depression. Less than 4% of those eventually take their lives. All right, four, less than 4% 
of people suffering from depression take their lives. Less than 4%, which is very low, but we wish it would be zero. Okay, they acknowledged that he had drug addiction problems, alcohol addiction problems. Okay. And going down right here, a few months before his death, he was admitted into the addiction treatment center in Minnesota for alcohol related problems. That was a few months. Furthermore, fighting two divorces with two of his ex-wives not only proved to be emotionally and uh, psychologically stressful, but was also an immense financial burden for the superstar. Divorce settlements cost, cost him more or less tens of millions of dollars, according to one estimate. Hold on. This, let me say, explain this again. It says he was treated for alcohol-related problems. Fighting two divorces with two of his ex-wives not only proved to be emotionally and psychologically stressful, but was also an immense financial burden for the superstar. Divorce settlements cost him more or less tens of millions of dollars, according to one estimate. This led to financial problems, which itself is a contributing risk factor for leading to depression and self-deletion. I'm going to say it again. So when people say depression, I say depression for what? And they just described it. This led to financial problems, which itself is a contributing risk factor leading to depression and self-deletion. Now, let's go back to our buddy, our guy, Mr. Power Ranger himself, okay? When I say potentially, the divorce, his second divorce was served upon him three months, less than three months before he took his life. And you dismiss it as you can't connect these dots. I say ignorance. That's dumb. Why can't we talk about it? Why are you defensive about us not talking about it? When I just been presenting you data after data right here. Look at the headline, and we read portions of the article. Divorce is a risk factor for self-deletion, especially for men. Nine times higher than for women. Nine times higher. Here's the case study. I read the data right there. Why aren't we discussing this? Why can't we discuss this openly without people getting in their feelings? He has the risk factor. Sure, he had the other ones. Let me continue to read. It says right here, he had to sell. His $29.9 million, 640-acre ranch in Napa, California. You see this? This is Robin Williams. Because of his divorce, and I'm sure he loved this thing, he had to sell his $29.9 million, 640-acre ranch in Napa. You don't think that's going to lead to some depression? Which he had owned for more than 10 years. Furthermore, another trigger for his depression was when CBS announced that his series, quote, the crazy ones, would not get a second season. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So he lost his job, and he needed that job to pay for these divorces because these women were going to get every penny. And he was like, I got to have a job. Robin's close friends claimed that this news was emotionally draining for Williams. This happened a little after his famous heart surgery 
further aggravating his symptoms of depression. Man, this guy was in a, he was a wreck. He was a wreck. All right, so we won't go into the details, the dirty details of the situation here. However, you can't discount that the divorce had something to play with it. Yes, he had his own demons. He had his own health issues. But then you compound that by two and three divorces and potentially a fourth one. It's a wrap. Now, somebody said here, we're not going to go into that. Did he really do it himself? We're not going to go into that. This is not the show for that. Okay, So if you want, you can fly conspiracy theories if you want, but um, we're not going to go into that. However, did I prove my point? Hmm? Hold on for a second. We're going to put somebody, whoever pulls, whoever. Listen. Let's go ahead and put you on timeout. That's your warning. We're not going to go into that. Let's stay on the subject matter. You want to go over that? Go on the Alex Jones channel. <laughs> you want to go to Alex Jones channel? Go ahead and go on to it. We're not doing this. And, and the guy needs to do repeat it five times. Sit your punk ass down. That, that's ridiculous. Okay. But let's stay on here. Let's stay on here. All right. So um, let me go through a lot of super chats. Then we got a another article that we're going to share on it. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go to PayPal. <laughs> I'm going to do all the PayPals. And the guy's name is not matching here. But what the what that does does, we're trying to highlight one situation, and he's trying to drag it over here. He's trying to drag it over here uh, to some bullshit that we're not discussing. We're not discussing that right now. Go somewhere else if you want to discuss it. Make your own channel. Make your own channel if you want to do a conspiracy theory, whether his third wife hung him, if you want to do that. <laughs> if you want to do that. We're not doing that today. Absolutely reprehensible behavior. Anyway, let's get in here. All right. The highest PayPal we have right here is 25 bucks of the remaining one. Just so we know. Where are we at here? <laughs> here we at. We right here. Shout out to who else is in here? Shout out to Coach JR. He says, what's up, Coach? Was on Tinder for a day. Had quite a few matches, but realized these 304s are boring as hell and deleted it. Happy Money Day in the building. I got focus, money. Keep focused, uh, focus, gents. Keep focus. Keep focus. Tinder is a, I can't even do it because Tinder is normieville to me. I can't even deal with the amount of normie bots that are on Tinder. I can't, I can't even have this discussion over and over. All right, we got, uh, we got, we got Leonardo. We'll call you Leonardo. It's Leonard. He says, Coach Gang is on all digital fronts, even in games. He says, I'm rocking an awesome FA Free Agent Lifestyle sticker on all my gear in the new Call of Duty game, Free Agent Lifestyle, for life. All right, shout out to you. Thank you, man, for rocking that in the video game in the building, Free Agent Lifestyle, for life. As you see, there's major importance for this. And one of the reasons I'm against marriage today is because Nobody will address this. They'll allow men to delete themselves. All these things have all these depression and they don't care. And when you guys start caring, I'll start telling dudes to go over there and get married. But you guys don't care. 
and you want to put the blame. Well, he cheated on her. Okay, are we saying the dude deserves death for cheating on a woman? Mm. All right. Mr. Hardaway is in the building. What's up, coach? Lately, I have a lot. I'm having. I have having. A lot of women that I've had past dealings with contact me out of the blue. Most of these exes I've forgotten about or walked away or ignored them because they were unreasonable, unreasonable. But I know a lot of these women are bored and or broke or both. As this is the season where a lot of women are lonely and need attention and resources. You're right. Never take back an ex. A lot of times they be on the same ish they were on before you dump them. Anyways, he says, and they've run out of options at the moment. Yep. Anytime a woman contacts you, uh, just know that uh, if you take that bait, if you take that bait, especially an ex, if you take that bait, you basically rescuing her from a disaster. All right, Mr. No Government Aim, did you think Nancy Pelosi will divorce Paul Pelosi? Well, it don't matter. I mean, it don't matter. They both old. Hold up. One of them seeing The Undertaker pretty quickly here, so it don't matter. Like, all that is going to do is just divide up what? I mean, that's just, it. I don't think it matters. She's going to just go back into civilian life at some point. All right. Mr. Daly says, Coach, is it bad that when I found out a girl has been married before I treat her worse in bed? I've had several girls that have been married before, and I do untamed stuff to them in bed, stuff I won't discuss. I do it as revenge for their husbands they left. Guys, do not go back to an ex. Trust me. Man, you being you degrading them in there. You degraded married women, divorcees. Divorcees, man. I, I think what you're doing is just naturally saying divorcees don't deserve that romantic love. <laughs> they don't deserve the romantic love. I typically don't. De- oh, there we go. We got him. We finally caught up. He gave he he's in there. He 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 sent the big dollars. He sent the big dollars. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. We'll give you a co-sponsor. He says, uh, women, uh, women use more reverse, wait, women use more reversible methods for self-deletion stuff as sleeping pills and cutting while men use lethal methods such as eating firearms. He says, this is why men have a higher deletion level despite the fact that women attempt more. Oh, yeah, this is true. And then, so that's one of the reasons. That's one of the legit reasons. Obviously, we could say attention seeking and all that stuff, but yes. They're not going to go all out and complete the process. They're going to do something that's somewhat um, less harming. I, I can't imagine what it would take to, to do something like this, but people do it. You know what I mean? They put the oven on and let the carbon monoxide consume them. You know, it's kind of weird. What a weird thing to do, man. I don't encourage anyone to do this. Go get some help. You know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to put this across the banner just so we can get it. So YouTube don't trip out. This is the type of thing that if YouTube blocks it, this shows you the conversation don't want to be had. But you, but I did reveal to you that people with depression and 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 self deletion is low. Like that that connection is super low. It's like less than four percent. They said the article said less than four percent. So typically, a person will say they're going to do this activity, and then you do your best to try to save the person from doing it. But I think then you then you don't allow them to live their lives, right? You're like, we can't we can't do anything to disappoint this person. And I'm like, oh, no, nah. you're going overboard now because now what you going to put the person in bubble wrap? Mm. No, 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 no. That That's that's what my opinion is. I'm like, they got to go about living life and dealing with disappointment, dealing with different type of emotions. Yeah, you got to be able to look out for key things, but 
but you can't like say, well, I don't want to tell the person no anymore. I don't want to coddle, coddle the person. I don't want that person to experience disappointment or it's going to be offered them. Well, statistically, probably not. Just, just statistically, it's low. Statistically, it's low. But you don't want to have that blood on your hands. I get it. I get it. You don't want to be the one. Dele says society has deceived men to get married to non-virgin girls. Men are more romantic than women. So they fall into the I don't care about her. So I'll ignore her. Horace Ways category. And in the end, men uh, self-delete and even lose out in family court. Coach, question. Have we been lied to think that men are less emotional than women? Men seem to be, do uh, quite well in deceiving men. Interesting comment. That was the last PayPal, so do not put that there's a PayPal in there. All right. Are men more emotional? I'm going to say men are naturally more inclined to be attached, one-itis, get one-itis, and to be romantic. Thus, yes, men are probably going to be the last stage of connecting to a woman for a man is emotional. The first stage for a woman is emotional. Then she's got to connect the other dots. Men will put up a brick wall. And the woman will be trying to break down. Just give me a chance. Just let me love you. Let me get in there. You're just too hard and you're too ice cold. You need to let me get in there. And then he'll go all the way and he'll be like, all right, all right, wench. I'll give you the emotions. I'll go in. I'll go all in. Guess what happens? She gets comfortable. Guess what happens? She gets comfortable and then she pulls the rug from up under his foot. Not only does she crush him emotionally when you're young, she then hits the finances. She hits the finances then. Then she gets the finances. Then she does some shit that's really going to be um, vindictive. But she knows she's going to crush him. I'm going to take his kids away. We know women to do that. Not all. I'll take his kids away from him. That's crushing. I read an article that showed you that's a crusher for men. They'll do things like they'll cheat with his friend. Cheat with his friends. That's crushing. That's embarrassing. It's embarrassing even when women, men do it to women. You know what I mean? Damage his property. Take his house. Take his 640-acre ranch that he dreamed about, that he worked hard. And he was like, bitch, you wasn't shooting me with me in the gym. And she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that acreage. I'll take that farm. Or at least I'll take it from him, but I don't want it, and I'll sell it. Like there was the McKenzie Bezos situation where she takes the money and donates it. But people don't know that's basically a tactic to avoid taxation. Right. But they're like, oh, she's a philanthropist. And no, she's not. She basically tried to avoid and dodge the tax, but she still took the money because I'm going to hurt him. So when that happens. Once the man makes the emotional investment, the last stage of connection, if he does do it when he's young and dumb. That's where it gets the man. For the woman, I'm not saying that they are not hurt. But they invest the emotions first. And then thus, they then have to invest their body. That's where they get pissed. Women invest their body. And their time. And thus, that's where they feel like they've been duped. All right. Oh, I gave you my body. I gave you this. I let you do this and penetrate all these holes and let you ski in my ear. 
right? Remember we showed you that old white lady? He, she skeets in my eyeball and my ear. She was more offended that he did that. You put babies in her. You ravaged her body through childbirth. They get pissed about that. You wasted their time in which they'd have no more time to find a viable partner. So they get pissed about that. That's where they get pissed. It ain't the emotional bullshit. <laughs> all right. I got to get cash apps, then pay uh, super chats, then Venmo. All right, here we go. Yeah, it's nature. It's nature. Shout out to, but my purpose is to tell you that the emotional process is not even something you should invest in women. Women should love you way than you love her. All right. Han Solo, shout out to you, says peace. Sheldon says Elizabeth Holmes' dad was VP at Enron. Chip off the old block. I didn't realize that, but I know she came from connected family. Um, and most of these people pulling these schemes do come from connected family, as we say over here. New, 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 new world order. All right. Shout out to Rio. He says most holidays are pagan in nature anyway. Do not get me started. All right. We can talk about that. You're absolutely right. And these lukewarm Christians be all up in there with they Satan claws and all that. They be dressing up as demons and Halloween. I'll be like, I know you ain't in church today. Joe Pagan ass. <laughs> but they bots too. You know what I mean? These people be like, how you celebrating that? And you like, please explain that lukewarm Christians. How you out here dressed? You got all kind of skeletons and goblins and ghosts and mummies outside in your damn front in front of your house summoning the spirit but you in there trying to get the spirit of the lord i'm like mm. like y'all need to really really look at yourselves and your bot ass i'm like man you, why don't you have any skeletons outside of your house i'm not gonna summon the dead but the, this ain't no damn ds de los mortis is anyway <laughs> I mean, but y'all bots, you know what I mean? I can't help y'all normies. I can't help you normies, but listen, I don't want to take the fun out of your life. Going dressed like a skeezer on Halloween, a, a, a sexy devil. All right, go ahead if you want to. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Brandon says, show us support coach. Hit the RIP button for who? For love. Shout out to the RIP for love. All right, man. Yeah, but, but look. I don't want to, I'm a little bit of a killjoy when it comes to goofy stuff. You know what I mean? I'll be looking at people. I'll be like, y'all goofy. <laughs> but that's how you look at me too, so. All right, shout out to Nevertheless. He says, freeze some soldiers and then get the vasectomy. Shout out to you. Freeze some soldiers, then get the vasectomy. All right. Shout out to uh, uh, Fly Exclusive. He says, I'll place, I'll place it in the comment under S. Cooley. No, uh, you might want to, because I missed it. All right, I missed it. Rasta Pasta. <laughs> Shout out to you. He said no government name. What? Where he said self-deletion or deleting someone else. All right. Yes. <laughs> I mean, neither. All right. Shout out to you. Damien in the building. He says you got to clip that trick. R.I.P. Wait, you got to clip trick R.I.P. for Green Ranger. All right. Are we talking about tricking? All right. Shout out to the tricks out there. That that would be the married men. Mm. 
I must have gave something away here. <laughs> I must have gave something away on accident. So, yeah, rest in peace. All right, shout out to who? This is uh, JC. Oh, Henry Resilient. I can see how him deleting himself. All right, I can see how he deleted himself. Divorce is hard. Divorce is hard. If you're going through a divorce, which many men do, if you're going through a divorce, I want you to understand that you're going through a death and you're going through a long death. When people say die slow, you're going through a very long, painful death uh, that people don't know about. They don't know. You'll tell them. You'll tell them, hey, I'm going through a divorce. Oh, man, you know, it'll be all right. You'll get back out there just going to find you another goofball woman cheesy woman go find her go go dig go dig in the dumpster go dive in the dumpster of divorcees there's a couple of them out there make something but 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 you're going through yes death by a thousand cuts has anybody ever been through a divorce i don't care if it was a good divorce like a good one. Oh man my divorce is all right i hear some people that did it dude it is like it's like you on the bed you gotta go into your dialysis for your kidney and you do not know because people just think somebody filed the paperwork, you went, the lawyers talked, you made an agreement, and you walked off. Nope. I want you to look this up. Look up what a demand for production is. All right, look what that is legally. My lawyers are like, don't tell them so much. If you get a demand for production, just getting process served. Has anybody got served and sued before? You ever got served and sued? If you don't have a lawyer, you could be served up to 20 times, meaning a process server knocking at your door, trying to throw papers under your garage, searching you out, tricking you, showing up in your super chats, trying to get you to answer questions. They're trying to corner you. They're investigating for, for a year and a half, two years, three years. They're investigating you. You go through a discovery and they're like, give me this credit card statement. You're avoiding this. They calling you all kind of names. They're telling you you're an abuser. You cheated. You're a scoundrel. You cheated on the finances. You're hiding money. You're stealing. They'll be fighting over dresser drawers and washing machines. They'll be fighting over. They'll be fighting over um, old vehicles. Oh, he got two old vehicles. She'll be in there. Sugar Shane Mosley. Sugar Shane Mosley had to give up his. Heavyweight boxing championship belt. It wasn't heavyweight, but she's in there trying to get him to get a vasectomy so he can't have no more money. I mean, no more kids. So the money all goes to her and she's getting the championship belt. And all of that's going on. Nobody knows the thing. You're telling your mama. Oh, well, you're telling your friends. Well, you're telling your therapist. Eh. You telling your girlfriends you're dating? Oh, him bitter. Oh, him don't believe in love. Hurt you. You getting torn up? You getting torn up by everybody? Everybody's everybody in your divorce is hired to examine your rear end. That's where they get your assets from, and it's a daily, daily thing. They're getting emails from your lawyer, emails from the other lawyer. She's emailing you. The kids are going, what's going on? You got to move out. 80% of these divorces are fired by women. They'd be like, uh, I'm not happy. And they take you through this. And what, what they will do is they'll do what we call throw rocks, hide hands. Shout out to the LOM lying to MGTOW. He used to say this. They will throw rocks and hide their hands, meaning they hire assassins to do what the government has already a playbook for. Now, she's hired a lawyer. 
She basically sitting back. The lawyer ain't telling her what she's doing. She's like, the lawyer just says, I'm going to get what you deserve or I'm going to get what you're entitled to. And she sits back and then the assassins are out there hunting you down. I had private investigators following me at five in the morning, bro. I've had some crazy shit happen to me. I had a divorce attorney hire a personal trainer in my gym to investigate me. Now, your ex-wife don't know any of this, potentially, but she's hired this person to do this. I walk in my gym. He's him and his wife's training with another trainer in the gym that I rent space from where I do my business. Now, that is terrorism. That is that's the type of shit that dudes lose their shit over. And then they get into a situation where they knock out the divorce attorney or they puncture his tires or they cuss him out and they get everybody to turn against you. They get everybody turned against you. And I'm like, dude, like, can we move on? And guys, guys go through that shit. And women go through some shit, too. I'm not discounting that. But most of the time, it's initiated by women. That's what we're proving here. We're saying it's initiated by them. They start the process. We don't start it. They start that shit. <laughs> All because in the legal definition, they're entitled to some shit. And they'd be like, well, you hurt my feelings. Now it's time to ignite the bullshit. That's the manipulation part where they be like, well, I ain't doing it. It is what it is. I ain't got nothing to do. I ain't doing none of these things that you're saying is causing you problems. That ain't me. I'm just sitting over here. Right. This is what happens. It's all a it's all a situation now because she got her feelings hurt or she didn't get what she wanted or whatever the hell is going on in her head. She ignites the satanic force of the belly of the beast. Now she knows what's going on in terms of you're going to get fucked over. Like I'm going to get you. I'm going to punish you. Sometimes if you have children, she turns the children against you or she uses them as pawns or she says, you're not going to see the kids no more or you got to pay child support to see the kid. They do this shit all the time. All the time. And everybody crickets. Hafiz is crickets. Where you at Hafiz? They do this all the time, bro. And everybody literally just turns their head like, eh. And the dudes like my man, Power Ranger, JDF, Robin Williams, the do the doctor, they jump off the bridge and they be like, that had nothing to do with the divorce. Mm. <laughs> Please explain. Please explain. And I read the data. We're connecting both of those deletion and divorce for men is tied together. And there's going to be one monkey simp in the comment section. You can't tie this together. And I just did. All right. So let me let me continue with these super chat. But I speak for men. I go out on a limb to speak this part of the situation here. All right. Where we at? JC says, the military changed my life. I volunteered at 17. I volunteered at 17. Channel 1800 says, many of us here. Many of us are here in a difficult place with a lot of pain for us as well to help people in dark places. It's not an easy job. Shout out to you, coach. It's not an easy job what we're doing here. Wow. Masculine Brotherhood, Coach Crescent, unrelated to this stream. What are you going to do once they start mass producing the chips to go inside your body? And it's the only means to function in society like buy food. Well, that's going to be done with the digital dollar before they induce any chips. So... We'll get that. We'll get that in the terms of C CBDC. So, yeah. So you better go live off the fat of the land. Shout out to Rolo. 
Rolo's hair dye says, oh, that was the divorce is no excuse. And I agree, but we're not going to. We, he acknowledges what we're talking about. But I, I don't think. I think uh, when people delete, that's some first world problem ish. You go to a third world country, not one of them. I bet you deletion is low. Deletion super low. They would be like, what? <laughs> All right, El Chingon, shout out to the U.S. men's team at the World Cup. Yes, indeed. I think that's today. Channel 1800 doubles and triples up. Thanks, gents. If you take yourself and believe in God, you are stealing life. Yes, you are stealing life that does not belong to you. If not, your haters will laugh at your demise. Those who love you forever, their lives are changed. Yeah, and he says, if you take your, if you take yourself, gents, one less soldier to help others. I was told that was uh, by successful endeavors. And he says, every time you go away, you take a piece of me with you. Co-parenting, Coachy, I remember both you and Pop got the stats. Co-parenting is a, is a myth. It's a myth created by, I don't know who, some of these University of California berserkly therapists. Oh, it'll be great. Let the kids live out of backpacks and let them shuffle back and forth all their shit. Okay. It was a means to be, nah, we'll, you know, we'll no longer use the 10 years doctrine. It's best to have a mother and father in, in the, in the kids' lives. So let's stop taking the, the father away because we're just piling up the juvenile court with court cases. So it's better to have a father in the life, but just half their lives. <laughs> like just half of it. You know what I mean? Half of it at best. Then the other half, the mom's like super protective over hours. These are my time. These are my hours. You were like, oh, Lord. It's goofy. All right, Monk Mode Master. The only time I ever had self-deletion tendencies and thoughts in my life was when I was in a long-term relationship with my ex-fiance. Coach, we know our hearts, in our hearts, why Tommy deleted, just like Robin Williams. Yes, but the haters are going to... The haters are going to be mad. Okay. Billy the Kid, easy coach. Uh, XX's attempt to sell the lead more than men. But when men do it, it is much more lethal. Um, you can put it together from there. Yes. Henry Resilient, my lawyer told me today, figures out, wait, my lawyer told me today, figure out how you're going to pay your ex-wife. And he says, 150000 plus. That's division of property. Two years of alimony, 15-year-old or 15 years of child support. November 29th is my hearing. Pray for me. Yes, we, let's go ahead and pray for you. We'll give you some junior college prayer. Hundred, yeah, Figure out how you're going to pay 100. If I had to pay somebody $150,000, I'd be in another country. There ain't no way. <laughs> like, what? Okay. You ain't getting that, but I pray for you. By the way, when you have these hearings, Men typically are treated so unfairly in the hearings that this hearing is a cause of significant stress. And it's a distraction to men who are supposed to be supporters. So I'm supposed to make this money, but I'm always having these hearings, continuations, and all of this bullshit, trial, putting documents, discovery, testifying. You're like, I don't got no time for this shit. And one thing you need to ask your ex-wife. I once had a lawyer, divorce attorney say this. Ask your ex-wife, what does she want? Now, this is going to be an epiphany for you. This is going to sum up divorce and marriage for you. 
Because what you're going to do is say, okay, you're going to go back to her. It's like, I know this is all messed up. What exactly do you want? Here's the answer. That's all you need to know. She ain't going to have an answer. What do you want? Here, push a piece of toilet paper and a pen and slide it across the table like this here. Slide it across the table like that and say, write down what you want. What do you mean, what do I want? What do you want? What do you want in custody? What do you want in financial support? What do you want in division of assets? What do you want? Write it down. She ain't going to be able to write down shit. She going to put there, she going to sit there and think and thump that pen across her damn paper. And like this, she going to be like, and you know what? That's, that's where your answer is. She don't want nothing tangible. That's just means to penalize your ass. She don't want shit. She just want to penalize you. I, I want pain. I want you to suffer. I want attention. A normal person would be like, hmm, how much can you afford? With perhaps $1,000 a month be great. Potentially, you have a college saving plans for the kids in the future. You could pay me $500 extra for this. You could do that. Nah, they want to split hairs in there. I want half of this and this and that and this. And then when they get it, guess what? I'm not happy. They ain't going to be happy. <laughs> they still aren't going to be happy. They want your ass to suffer. <laughs> when they go, if they take you through the divorce proceeding, it's not that they want something specifically, they want to hurt you. And people don't realize that. And so, again, if you're ever going through one of these and you really want to know where things stand, just ask her what she wants. What do you want? She going to hit you with the crickets and she going to be sitting there like this here. Wait a minute. Who are That's you? when you know you screwed. You're like, oh, she just going in for blood. She just bitter. She's just going in there. To, do you want to go to the you be like, do you want to go to the court of public opinion? What do you want? You want to ruin my reputation? You want to make it harder for me? You want to take my kids away? What, what do you want? She can't write that shit down. It's a crazy thing, and you will find out, man. That's the real. Shout out to JC. A bar, a bar back at the club told me. I don't know if that means a bar. A bar back at the club told me he was going to self-delete. I tried to help. He lost his job, and his girl left last week, and he jumped in front of a truck. Damn. Shout out to Mikey Pressure, life after self-deletion. Oh, I don't think there's anything there, boy. All right, now we got, uh, do we got Venmo? Venmo needs some love. But I bet you they didn't blame anybody. They blamed themselves. How dare you do that, you selfish human being? And yes, I think it's a selfish act. Definitely a cowardly act, but, you know, everybody goes on. Life goes on. Okay. Yo. Shout out to Zero Fallout, RIP to the Green Ranger, and Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman in the 1990s, my early year memories. Okay, so you guys are in the, now the, I always tell you, we go through these phases of life where we go through the, you know, the happy phase, the childbirth, the, the relationship phase, the childbirth phase. And then, um, you know, as a kid, you go through the rites of passage, you go through graduation and prom, then you get out to the real world, college graduation, all of your friends are going through the same thing and you're celebrating life. But at some particular point, millennials are going through their first real deaths. And not just the rappers deaths, you know, their athletes are going to start losing their lives and actors. And this gives you a sense of this is what stage of life the millennials are in now. 
some of their heroes are going to start going. It's just the stage of life we're in, but that's life. It's a guarantee. Guaranteed. Shout out to Faith says, spot on coach Charlie Sheen and his dad are really the Estevezes. Oh, are you referencing... Are you referencing what we talked about about the Latinos? Oh, oh, that was the name changing thing. Yes, that was the name changing thing. Yeah, so that's what we're talking about there. All right, so that's an example of people changing their name to benefit um, what what we call uh, uh, what's the term when you get together in society configure. I can't remember what to call. But anyway, yes, sorry, but that was a long time ago. Yes, that's true. So. Um, yeah, but Emilio kept his name. I think I think people really need to get over that, man. It's crazy. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. Assimilate. That's what I was meaning, right? Thank you, man. Assimilate. Conform. Assimilate. We look at it as a negative for blacks because we want to preserve the little culture we have left, but we really don't have a culture, unfortunately. And so we hold on to things that we think is our culture, and it is not. It is certainly not. Not everybody would deem that our culture. Like we look at ridiculous names and be like, why would you do that? Well, it's because that's us and that's our, well, it's not really, but we just need a culture. We need a culture and we really can't claim a culture. People think hip hop is a culture. It is a culture, but it ain't every black person's culture. It's not certainly there's people that only listen to any hip hop. So um, when you say I haven't listened, I don't know, no Jay-Z lyrics. People then say you're not black or part of the black culture. And you're like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's not culture that's not a part of black culture that's a part a b portion of black culture but that doesn't mean you're not black because so we need to come with these ideas or come up with a culture i mean but single motherhood is a culture early termination of pregnancy is a culture game banging is a culture hip-hop is a culture but what, what is our culture we need to come up with that before we get into the conversations of why or why not to assimilate I think we're trying to hold on to something that's really not there. We're not, we're, it's really not there. So we're trying to hold on to scraps like Swahili names, like mm. our community. Like, no, nah, that's not, that's the ghetto. Meanwhile, the ghetto was originated as a place where the Jews lived and they got their ass up out of there. <laughs> right? You'd be like, that's your community. No, it ain't. That ain't mine. And they're like, why? You don't care about your people? They, if they're there, they're not mine. Mm. <laughs> right? This is what we have to understand. The hood is not culture. The hood is not ours. Just like the ghetto was not the Jews. The Jews lived in the ghettos. And they are they here now? They're not. Mm. Nope. They're not in the ghetto anymore. They figured out that this is not ours. This was made for us. I need to get out. I know this is tough conversation. Assimilate is the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, we hold also BET. Y'all hold on to shit that ain't even yours. You don't even own it. Your people don't even own it. None of your magazines. Look at who owns Ebony Jet, BET, and all that shit. All right. Black people probably owned it at once, but they didn't own it for very long. So anyway, shout out to Macaroni Tony. Elon, Elon's moves have made me Wait, Elon's move has made. See, I know I can't read, but damn. Elon's moves he made makes more sense now in hindsight. 
there's no way he brings Trump and Tate back to Twitter with the original employee base. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't think he's losing money off Twitter. All right, shout out to no government name. He says, whenever a self-deletion or deletion spree happens, society will always try to blame the person or symptoms, but never the root cause. They know what will require introspection and accountability, something that XXs and normies can never do. Yep, to make themselves feel better. They'll say, ah, well, I know people who they got their elderly parents to get the poke and then, then the parent died. I know people that do that. Now, now you got a question. Well, was it the poke? And they'd be like, no, 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 no. They were just, so, well, were they healthy before? Yes. Well, <laughs> I know somebody that we had a tough conversation with a guy. He literally had that scenario and he felt guilty. But then when it was time for him to take that, take that L and was like, well, perhaps you took him to get the poke. You took him to get the, and, and you died. He was like, there's no way. See that type of rationale, that type of rationale shows me you're not ready for accountability and true for introspection. Because I would be asking, well, it's okay to ask. You have to do the research. But when you just say no, that has nothing to do with it. And there was a recent event I call bullshit. I'm like, that's bullshit. This is a this is an example of that. I'm like, they dead. They was alive previously. Now they dead. And it's nope. <laughs> We're not discussing it. Why? Because you have to look in the mirror. People don't want to look in the mirror. People don't want to take that L. They don't want to take the blame. I get it. That's human nature. But just saying it has nothing to do with it is goofy as hell. Just like somebody's going to say this Power Ranger, JDF, and that divorce had nothing to do with it. That's bullshit. Absolute trash garbage because you don't want to open the conversation up and go not because now we got to look and investigate. They don't want to do it. Let's just move on. Let's move on. And this tells you what they think about you guys. This could be you. Somebody says, what about the ones who got the poke and didn't die? Okay, what about the ones that drove in the car today and didn't die in a car crash? Okay, or what about the people who got the car crash and didn't die? Let's throw it all in the bullshit if you want. But just to say, well, this one died and died and they got in a car crash. Well, let's not talk about him. There's been people who were alive that got in a crash and didn't die. That's how you dismiss it? Is that what, or you were just quoting? You were just assuming, is that how you dismiss it? Oh, well, there's people who didn't die, got in a car crash. Let's not talk about the ones that died. See, that type of shit right there tells you nobody wants to introspect. Well, there's been millions that haven't. Same thing as marriage. But there's people that don't get divorced. Coach, there's, there's people that don't get divorced. So why are you keep talking about this? Some people don't get divorced, coach. So why are you talking about the ones that get, are getting divorced? <laughs> that's that's the logic that we tell you normies go to dodge accountability oh we gonna dodge this shit let me sidestep this shit like a matador here come the bull sidestep and turn here it is bull oh sidestep <laughs> american you guys are pieces of you guys are garbage you guys are people who think like you, you guys, you guys are like garbage. I, I can't deal with you, man. You can't deal with you. 
They literally go die. Well, there was uh, some people didn't get hurt. Well, some people did. What about them? Nope. You want to talk about it? Nope. Just put they guys. They will put you in a pine box and move on. I want you to think about this. They will put your ass in a pine box, drop your ass six feet, throw the dirt on your casket and move the hell on. If you haven't seen this, I bet. Look, you better figure out your lives, gentlemen. They will let your ass, no accountability. They will be behind your ass, letting you do whatever you want. And then as soon as you dead, they going on about their business. You better figure this shit out. This is why I'm telling y'all, y'all care too much about other people or what they think. Y'all care way too much because they don't care about you. Look at all these people that have died in the last couple of days. You think they care? They done moved the hell on. They thinking about celebrating their pagan holidays. They don't give a damn. They don't give a damn. Y'all better think about yourselves out here. <laughs> Again, in the community, what was the rapper that died? Takeout? Takeout dead. They done shot another rapper up. They done moved on. His mural's not even dry. You better figure it out, gentlemen. Takeout is dead. They don't even got a mural up dried yet, and they don't already moved on. They got the mother and the dad fighting over his money. <laughs> and he's worth almost $30 million, and they don't even care. They're like, all right, throw him in there. He done. Okay, moving on. Let's cut another record. Let's fight over the money. Take off. Sorry. <laughs> take out. Why do I keep calling him take out? Takeoff. And Takeoff was somewhat of an important guy to a lot of people. Guess what? At the end of the day. Shout out to Loud Pockets. Hey, yo, Coachy. I was on Hinge this weekend and took out a out of shape beer belly sweat hog to Applebee's. He says they were super boring as hell. And I felt like I was on a date with your soundboard. She was saying, what that mean? Oh, she also said, wait a minute. She also said, what? Wait a minute. Where's the career? So I could focus on my career. Yeah. Bot. All right. Mr. Hardaway, G Hardaway says a lot of these XXs use basic 304 strategies, but men are starting to wake up and get wise to it. You're not going to leech me for dates while you're being reluctant, while you be reluctant to let me sniff. I'm more savvy than that. Wow, man. The dating world, man. I've been so out of the loop in the dating world. Not that I don't take people. I, I tell you I mate. But the dating world is too, it's too goofy for me. I really can't take it seriously. I can't take it seriously. But I know people do argue for dating and trying to, y'all be trying to talk it through and talk it out with these people. These people have no intentions of seeing it your way. Crazy. I don't waste my time with these people. Shout out to uh, JC says, can I wife, wait, can a wife pray mantis even if the husband files for divorce? I got a buddy who just filed with this one-year-old. Well, it's a wrap. I actually had a coaching call related to this. I think I have one more story here. Guys, if you get a divorce and you file and your kid is one years old, who wins? 
Who, what possibly good can come from this? <laughs> you already got, what the hell? The kid's one years old. You got 17 years of this co-parenting, custody. What if she finds another boyfriend and moves? Oh, my boyfriend's an engineer doctor, and they moved to Tennessee, and you stuck in Los Angeles. What if she marries a, a, a kitty molester? What if you marry somebody or you want to move overseas, but you can't because you ain't got no passport because you behind on child support, which you will be if they put child support on your ass. Eventually, you're going to be behind. Okay, so 17 years of co-parenting, that's a nightmare. That's a praying mantis. Okay, so. That's horrible, man. I, I, I'm really critical of parents who do this. You guys are selfish. You guys are selfish human beings. If you can't stick around with a baby's father or a marriage and the kids won. If I if I was on my Thanos, if I was on my Thanos, this would be this 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 is reprehensible behavior. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Reprehensible. I don't even know how to describe it without offending about 80% of parents right now. Why did you bring these children forth in life? Why did you bring children forth? Why did you do this? You're going to just ruin the kids. Now the kid's going to be daycare kid. JC says villains returning to Twitter like the Spider-Verse. Indeed, shout out to Twitter. I wish they could do it everywhere else. Dr. Thunder says take my money. Shout out I to you. I got money. All right, shout out to Felipe. He says everyone give... Everyone give a F to the Green Ranger. Everyone give a F to the Green Ranger. I'm not sure what that's referencing to, but shout out to you. Neo Mass. All right. Shouldn't have done that, but uh, let me check. Uh, hold on for a second. I guess my mouse is tripping over here. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay. All right. I'm going to check PayPal since somebody's there, and then I'm going to do this quick story about this sister that says, she says, uh, what does she say? What does the sister say? It's a content creator. Are struggling men the prize? Mm. Oh, F in the chat for the Green Ranger. That's what he was talking about. Shout out to you, man. Sometimes I'm slow. All right. Okay. F in the chat for your boy, the Green Ranger. Let's get to this last, last bit of story here. Okay. I said I was going to run it, so we're going to run it. All right. I'm in my Bill O'Reilly. Here it is. This is a sister. Shout out to the sister, a good-looking sister there. All right. Um, she has a video here that came out. Struggling men are the prize. I don't know her name, but let me see if it pops up here. I'm not trying to give her a business, but I know you simps are going to run over there. All right. Simps are going to run over there. I'll run over there. I'll support her. All right. Let's continue. Hi, guys. Nine times out of ten, the things that are often overlooked are exactly where your attention should be. We're in a social media world, a world where everything is visual. But the funny thing is, a lot of women are still so blind. They fair use. See the dollar signs, the status, the lifestyle, all of which are attached to a man that's not worth her time. But that's exactly who gets all of it. See, what you don't understand is the same man that you look down on because he was working a nine to five regular guy out every day grinding to make it is the same man who would have treated you right. But you overlook the person you should have seen. And that's the case with so many women. A person will show you who they truly are when you have nothing to offer them. I'm curious as to 
I'm curious as to what her relationship status is at this moment. All right. I'm curious as to what the way what she's describing is what she's describing is this. What happened? Where did all the men? All right. Go? So this is in a nutshell what's happening here. So she's saying you guys chase after the unicorn guy and then you miss out on it. And there's a guy that you can build with the build with. There's a guy that you can come up with and you disregard him. Then later on, you what say, happened? Where did all, all right, let's continue go? here. When you have little to no benefit to offer is when you will see what a person is truly about and where your relationship stands. A lot of women neglect the beauty of dating a struggling man, but that's where the foundation of trust is built. She makes a good point. I'm not here to criticize her. She makes a good point on that one. Uh, the reason why relationships are um, in a crapper right now, which everybody would admit, is because women are doing hyper hypergamy or hypergamy on steroids. They're looking for the guy that is somewhat complete and less on potential. Uh, but um, this is based on the economics of situation. Also, this has to do with uh, feminism. In which that women believe that they have options, they go out there and they try to do it in their 20s and 30s, early 30s, and then they flop. They select the poorest selection of men or the men that have the greatest range of selection of women and then get done dirty. And then they come back out here, then they lower their standards per se and try to find a guy to build with or merge with in the power couple. And this has been disastrous to the dating marketplace. This has been a disaster. Um, and we are off the loop of what a real relationship is. Most relationships, if not all, let's go back. All relationships are transactional, meaning she has to bring, he has to have, or he has to be building to have. Once we get to this point where women are targeting the higher value men, you're in a trans super transactional relationship. And there's no way it could be about romance or do you like the person for who they are and that stuff. So she's right there. Let's see what else she's got. The loyalty, the commitment, because he's not trying to win you over with any money because he doesn't have it. <laughs> he's going to win you over with effort, consistency. And that comes with respect. See, you only value and respect something that you had to work hard to get. He understands the sweat, the long days, the living paycheck to paycheck, the goal setting, working overtime just to take you somewhere nice, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to take this. Yeah, she's saying the right things. Yeah. I mean, she's speaking from the male perspective, but it's a hope strategist perspective. I'd be curious as to if she's practicing what she's preaching or if this is some sort of therapy or outlet, if she's mimicking some talking points. And so forth and so on. Let's continue. That's where 90% of the time the guy with wealth falls short. He has no respect for you. He didn't put in any effort with you. He didn't have to work to build a foundation with you. He simply bought you. To him, you're just another prize on the shelf, something to pull out when he wants to play with it and throw back when he's done. That's okay, so, I mean, this is happening on a greater scale and even in a minor scale, especially in the darker, complected communities because of poverty and poor economics and lack of class. So... She's saying eventually, I mean, the guys that are winning out here, are the guys that have wealth and can dispose of the woman, she thinks she's winning before over a longer period of time, she realized she's losing and she'll trade it in too late. All right. What else she's got to say here? What most wealthy men do. They buy things because they can, not because they need it. Hell, sometimes not even because they want it, just because they can. They're more intrigued with the fact that they can buy you instead of actually being intrigued with you. Okay, I mean, listen, I don't she hasn't said anything wrong yet. Uh, but most of this is basic the basic bare bones of MGTOW. 
Okay, so this is the basic McMahon's of, of MGTOW that MGTOW has somewhat transcended into mainstream culture and nobody realizes it. So um, what they called of the MGTOW guys in the past, we've now are practicing it now or it's mainstream information. All right, go ahead. To him, you come at a monetary cost, and he can buy a thousand more of you because you come a dime a dozen. You're nothing special. But All right. I mean, I think uh, what's our what's our guy's name? Uh, Myron Gaines said women are nothing special, and he got busted for it and deleted on TikTok. But she's now saying the same thing about the majority of women who think they bring value to the table and they bring nothing but intangibles, intangibles that you can't measure, but they think they're special, and that's what's kind of bumped the dating marketplace off. As well as men, men, uh, men believing they're entitled to a beautiful woman. Let's continue. With the struggling man, your love was bought with authenticity and genuineness that was built on solid ground. Now I'm I'm off on this one. And that's the beauty within the struggle. So until the next video, I'll see you guys later. Yeah, she's gonna make some money on y'all simps out here. She's gonna make some money because that's a that's a beautiful sister right there. I can't tell if she got a wig on or whatnot. She's a beautiful woman, so she could be the next one. That's going to get y'all simps to part ways with y'all money, too. Y'all going to be out here. She the, she the truth, coach. She the truth. <laughs> mm. All right, but um, nothing she says there really jumps out at me as her being innovative in this thought. She's just speaking on the from the men's perspective on this one. Some people could call her comedian, parenting, stealing, whatever you're doing. She's the next Melanie. What's the girl's name? Melanie King. Right. She's just going to fill Melanie King's shoes, if she if you will. And it's a matter of time. It's a matter of time before you figure out who she really is. Um, Because as of now, I'm assuming she doesn't have a marriage and she doesn't have a she doesn't have children. And what I've also warned you about with with when it comes to women who don't have a marriage and children, but they're spouting off red pill information or at least she hasn't hit the wall. Three things have to happen for a content creator, a female content creator. Three things have to happen for a female content creator for you to legitimize her as knowing the proper information. Number one, she got to hit the wall. She got to hit the wall, meaning she got to have some, some some sort of identity crisis where she realizes her looks can no longer transcend uh, the talking point. She got to hit the wall. Number one, she's got to have been married at least. And then possibly divorced, all right? But don't need the divorce. She has to have been married for an extended period of time. She can't be a Hafiz, where y'all been married for one year, so I'm an expert. And number three, she's got to have children. To me, at that point, if she's saying that now, then I would probably say she on point. She knows. She knows what she has to lose. She knows what she has to risk. But most of the time, what you'll find is that if they've hit the wall, if they haven't hit the wall, haven't been married, and haven't had children, most of the shit she's about to say is just bullshit. She's just parroting. Because at any point, when she's had one or three of those things, whatever she believes then is what counts. That's it. All right, that's my opinion on that with female content creators. They got to be, in order to trust them 100%, they have to have skin in the game. They got to have skin in the game. They got no skin in the game right now. <laughs> they got no skin in the game. So all they shit is saying is lip service. Once she get pregnant and then she finds out, oh, shit, I feel the same way as these skeezers out here. Yeah. 
<laughs> it is what it is. So that's my opinion on uh, female content creators and whatnot. Meaning, meaning, because people will contact me. I actually did a um, collaboration with Pearl. So people wanted, to, oh, what you think about Pearl? You're collabing. She was the hottest thing. She was in town. We collaborated. But I told her during the interview that this is the thing about female content creators. They should, number one, never be out front with this information. They should never be the voice of this information. If people want to act like I didn't say that to her, go look at the interview. I said that. They should never be the number one source of this information. They should never be the teacher of this information. They should never be the face of this information. Somebody says, we saw that, Coach. Yep. They should never be the face. Now, they can have higher subscribers, but they should always be in a position of saying, these men right here were the creators. They were the builders of this. I do have a bigger audience. However, these guys were the ones. They're the staples. These are the guys who've been through the trenches. And she should always be able to point, which she did. She collaborated with me. She didn't have to. She was on a rise. She was at 600,000 subs. She didn't have to come to me, but she did. So that is a case of her saying, hey, we're, we're putting a highlight on these guys because these guys are the these guys are the teachers. These guys are the masters. Now, if a person's not doing that, they started rising up and they never give credit to the men that did that. Yeah, I, I'm not going to trust them. I'm not going to trust them. So anyway. They should come back to the leaders of this and you know who the leaders is. New, 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 new so whatever she said, I'm not impressed. All right. I'm not impressed. But if you think that's going to be all, oh, I finally found one coach. Well, listen, whatever this woman's name is, whatever this young lady's name is, fair use to her. If she wants to come visiting me in Vegas, you can certainly come on through. CGA knows how to treat a lady. Ten toes up gang in the building. All right. She can come on through if she want to. <laughs> You know she could come through. You know what I mean? I, I ain't never going to be like, she can't come through. But I ain't going to believe her on nothing. I ain't going to turn over the keys. <laughs> but she, you can get 10 toes up in here with all due respect. With all due respect. That's not being respectful. With all due respect. Whatever her name is. If, she, if she's in town, we can do an interview. I'll forget to press the record button and we'll do the interview. You know. <laughs> uh anyway but then afterwards we'll put her back on the airplane and it will be she flew to friendly skies the cga all right let me do some super chats and get up out of here all right uh yes i'm not gonna put her at the top i'm not gonna give them credit like that you know the men in here of the space need to get the credit before they get the credit all right, shout out to my man, Mr. Garcia, mad love coach over on the cash app. What are we doing here? We got rational or rationality says paid my dues to the 304 holes. She's open. She said open for rent. I don't know what happened there. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right. All right. DGC more coach. What happened when normies in the matrix find out the difference between network assets and liquid cash? The world is walking around with eyes wide shut. Yes, people love ignorance, blissful ignorance. By the way, do you guys know a railroad strike is going to be on the way? Shout out to all the roughnecks out here. They're having potentially a railway strike starting in December. This is a doom and gloom report brought to you by CGA. This could mess up all the normies holiday plans here. All right, JC says, all I want to know is what that mouth do. 
Oh, no. I got money. With all due respect, speaking my mind says, remember the lady on TikTok who had complications after the shot? Had nothing to do with it. Stop it. Hey, just because somebody did something, there's no cause and effect here. Son, we're not discussing this bullshit. All right. <laughs> That's how they be. No, 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 no. We're not discussing it. That's a that's a red flag, guys. If they just be like had nothing to do with it. There's millions of people who didn't have nothing to do with it. So why this is they had something. Maybe they was eating cereal. And it went down their throat and they was gulping cereal, eating cornflakes. It was the cornflakes. <laughs> All right. Where are we at here? Double or uh, Jimmy ZTT. Why did you cheat on me? I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. What is this here? I don't know why did you leave me? I don't know why are you taking me to the cleaners? I don't know. Unpopular opinion. He says XXs are simply giant children with cleavage. Rest in peace to everyone eventually. Shout out to you. Yeah, it's kind of like, a, well, anyway, I could expound on that. But we're at the three-hour mark, and I'm going to hit all these, make sure the contributions are here. We got everybody. Uh, in the building shout out to you uh, name your kids good resume names if you want them to have jobs teach your kids oh i'll leave you with dame dash i meant to share, share this dame dash with you or do you want to see cartoon by cga we'll save dame dash for later we'll share a cartoon by coach greg adams and this is by red pill animated um let's see if i can play the cartoon we'll share the cartoon for you this is an instruction for you Re relationships are transactional let me see here here we go. All right, fellas, know the difference between tangible and intangible. Tangible things you can measure. And a lot of times in relationships, women will ask you for tangible things, all right? Attention, how much attention you're giving her, how much money you're spending, how much time you're investing, how much energy you're putting in. A lot of the things that she offers back are intangible things you can't measure i'll support you i'll be there for you all right i'll give you all of me even though it's a couple of pieces of peace leave that you keep having to work for all right i'll motivate you i'll rub your back all right you can't measure any of these things now you have to find somebody that is willing to give you tangible things back for the tangible things that you offer her that is the key yeah, shout out to CGA in the building. Milk Duh, look at that head. Look at that Milk Duh head. They got my chocolatey smooth skin and all that. All right, shout out to them right there. Shout out to South. All right, I'm like the South Park edition, man. It's crazy. Shout out to you. I got skinny jeans on and all of that. But look, there's a lesson in there, and I want the middle school kids to know. All relationships are transactional. Most of what you provide back is tangible. Most of what they provide back or assume that they're going to provide back is intangible. Once they've done that and convince you of that, you took a raw deal. They'll even argue that you're offering intangibles. They'll say, well, energy is intangible. No, you expend energy. I'm now fatigued after giving you energy. They'll even say attention is um, an intangible. And in fact, it is not. They say if you want somebody to give somebody attention to something, they'll say pay attention is something you pay with. Therefore, it is a tangible good. You're transacting it. All right. You can measure attention. I don't give you any attention. I ignore you. I don't text you all day. You come back. You didn't text me today or you only text me once today. That's a measurable thing. Therefore, it is tangible. Now, I'll rub your back. I'll be there for you. I'll be your support system. I'll be the backbone to us. I'll I'll give you sex. How much sex? 
Okay. How much sex? Well, I'm not paying with sex. I'll give you no sex today because I don't feel like it. These are all things that are intangible and you're, you're allowing them. You're allowing women to get away with giving you and promising you intangibles. Intangibles when she should say, okay, I'll provide these specific things and give you action steps as to what she'll provide because then she does that for you. You have to pay attention. You have to spend time. You have to give money, spend money, offer me, take me on dates, tangible things. You have to give me your energy. Give me your good. Bust down my gullet. All right. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to the coach gang. We're going to get out of here. Uh, let's see. Let me make sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. We got everybody, man. All right. We out of here. We'll be back this Monday night. We'll leave you with Zoe. Peace. And my husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to rely on your husband? No. He's going to fucking spoil me. No. I don't deal with no fucking scrubs. He's going to be a fucking engineer doctor. One of the fucking two. And he's going to buy me as many fucking Louis as I want. As many Chanel's. As many Gucci belts as I want. As many fucking Louis purses as I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you going to do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician... Facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. I will get Well, I'm glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. Whatever.